0: Hello, welcome to Waiting for Game, podcast presented by Melee Stats. I am your host, Gimme That Wheat. Back in my, uh, my humble little boat after a fun little live Summit episode. Here with me, we have uh, my good friend, absent for the last episode, of course. You know, it was a Summit live episode, he just stayed in his little little house, in his little town. We've got uh, my good friend, my co-host, Edwin Bunning, the only person Woo! who wants to smoke out HBOX more than Blue.
1: Happy, what birthday, is going Edwin. On, Edwin. Happy, happy birthday, birthday. Edwin! Happy <laughs> birthday! Thank you. Uh, well, I, I guess the first thing I'll say is uh, happy birthday to myself and Wheat and uh, I, the third legend of Melee stats, Pokimane. Um Really <laughs> grateful for all, all the work toward Melee that us three put together. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, I, I'm doing great. I'm ready to recap a really exciting weekend. Um, Just a lot to talk about in Melee. I feel like we're in uncharted waters for the scene and kind of where it's trending, how our tournaments are turning out. And I'm especially grateful that we have two attendees here of Smash Summit 13, that we have both Sora and Blue joining us to just make sense of this ridiculous weekend. Uh, I want to start first with Blue. Blue, how are you doing? What have you been up to?
2: I'm pretty all right. Uh, I like... I cleaned so my humble. apartment all day today. I did all my laundry. My girlfriend made my bathroom like, or made our bathroom look like, amazing. What the part I did looks terrible, but mm. my house, mm. my my apartment looking all right. I did a lot of cleaning today.
0: Sounds like you had a positive day.
2: It was. It was a good day. Glad to, glad not, to not, a,
0: not a COVID
3: positive
1: day, right?
2: Correct. It's a
3: COVID yeah. negative
1: day overall.
2: It is negative day. Yeah,
1: and it's kind of, and it's a blue day, but in the other way. Then uh-huh.
3: that's clever. I like that.
1: Now, Blue, quickly before we get to the other
0: guy, that loud fellow over there. Yeah, uh, yeah. You want to? You kind of want to go quickly over what happened? You know, you did have to skip out on the last day of summit <clears throat> uh, because of a positive test result. But what what actually happened from there?
2: Um. So the day of uh, me and Salt woke up. I woke up like an the day that the day itself was actually pretty hectic. I think uh, weren't the shuttles like late? They were an hour or two late behind, weren't they?
0: Hey, man, VIPs weren't allowed to go. I don't know. <laughs>
2: yeah okay you're right you got me um very frantic panicky morning everybody's walking to the store came back um sorry i'm like i'm all over the place i just woke up a little bit too josh not oh, that sorry. long ago yeah we were both late but yeah everybody the... down
3: with you dude i'm I'm ready to go
2: yeah <laughs> okay we all went to target got back to the hotel um shuttles were like super late we all tested everything was good that day um and then that was just the day that Dark Genics couldn't go, I believe, mm-hmm. was the first day. Uh, and then the next day, that was the day when chaos ensued. That was when, like, everyone uh, tested positive. Abundant uh, tested positive. Dark is was already positive. Um, I tested positive, which turned out to be a... I, I'm pretty sure a false one, because I tested that night and it was negative, and that morning was also negative, so I got to fly home. So that was... I was very grateful for that. I'm very happy That's to be good. home. Very, very, very happy to be home. Um, I don't know where else to yeah. go from
3: there. I was actually no, that, gonna ask, Oh, you're gonna say we?
0: Uh, I was gonna say it sounds like a chaotic experience, and now to go over to the chaotic experience in this show, That's I was exciting. gonna do to point to little old you. So, go on, what, what do you gotta say?
3: I was just gonna ask, um, I've I didn't actually know that you tested negative again because I heard you had that positive, mm-hmm. um, and then people were like, Uh, Blue's gonna stay until Friday, so I was like, Oh, friend. <laughs> yeah, they were they were telling
2: me to go party with y'all in the COVID room, and I was like, that sounds awesome. The
3: COVID room went so
2: hard. I'm yeah, it sounded lie. awesome. I was like, yeah, it sounds sick. And then uh, I was talking to Marshall because I was gonna have to delay my stuff, and then I had more tests at the hotel room, so I took one and it came back negative. And then I had B bats. So I had B bats come over the night before and hang out with me in Salt, and they also had a few extra tests that they left. So I had a few extra for myself and Salt. Oh, okay. So we so we were able to test the day of.
3: That's good. That's all I was yeah. wondering about. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was awesome. We had a few extra, so it worked out.
3: Sora, how's the COVID room? Um, The vibes are still at an all-time high, to be honest. We still have some Chips Ahoy-Hershey's fudge um, Field, staring us in the eye. There's just miscellaneous styrofoam filled with food just everywhere. This Modelo has been open for three days, and I decided to put her down, Um, (laughs) which is good. She was asking for it. Um, Yeah. What else? Yeah, some COVID tests over here. Uh just basking in the sun, which is always really nice. <laughs> just getting that tan on, which is tight. But yeah, no, it's been it's been pretty nice. Bundan, um just such a sick cunt, if I'm gonna be honest. He's just always in good spirits, even if he's constantly testing positive for COVID. I'm constantly negative though. The thing is is just like I think he's at the point now where uh rat tests, we call them rat tests, you guys call them rapids, I don't know. Um, the will guy keep giving him positive, but he's just symptomless like no issues at all i think he might have had it a decent amount prior um but like he's just still got it in his system so he's just fine and i'm fine as well so um still not sad that i didn't go to summit because like it's always good to take the precaution with that shit especially with how scary that stuff can get with people's families and all of that um but yeah outside of that like it's it's been pretty nice it's, it's been a good break from just like the back to back to back to back weekends like even like that weekend from function i was still like playing and like practicing and stuff and now that there's like clear downtime before like what battle of pc um it's been really good to just unwind switching to z jump i'm cheating oh no yeah it's good stuff don't tell none yeah you'll lose it yeah i will not be happy with you but yeah no so
0: um for those who don't know uh the story is that your roommate bundan uh had a positive test but you've been testing negative this entire time just Mm. out of like precaution and and just everything like that that's why you uh ended up not going right yeah yeah
4: yeah
0: okay that makes sense um so this was your second summit blue this was your first hey this is my first um good what were the what were the vibes for you how was this how was this an experience
2: uh very 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 anxiety inducing especially the first day or two it was kind of miserable and like uh I do, like, a really good job of, like, ignoring, like, Twitter, Twitch chat, Reddit. Like, you, you know what I'm talking about. Like, those, those, like, I, I really don't mm-hmm. care that much. There was, like, there was, like, one time it was, like, I think I got super bodied by frenzy. I had, like, a little imposter syndrome. I was, like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't be here. But, like, all in all, uh, I met, like, so many cool people and made, like, so many friends that, like, helped, like, alleviate those anxieties and, like, gave me, like, such, like, a sick, wonderful time. And, like, it, it also helped that, like, uh, like, the opponents I played after Frenzy, I actually took like games off of, so like that kind of like instilled the you know what? Okay, I'm not a total waste. I could I could do some things, but uh, I also got like a ton of advice. Uh, but uh, Josh, I met or even like the top players I met, like Lod gave me like a bunch of information to like implement into the game. Uh, Josh, you've actually you've actually convinced me to like get like an actual controller,
3: dude. It's good stuff. I just yeah. like just quickly, you kind of like uh, you said like Lod um you said me and then you said oh and also the top players like Lod. so i'm just like kind of curious about that one like what's uh
2: i don't i don't do this much all right don't put this pressure. i don't really on me right
3: know right what's, what's going on there like
2: i don't do this much don't put this heat on me right now oh uh, that's fun,
3: dude you're killing it you're, you're killing, killing it too
2: me. thanks for thanks for hopping on with me
3: yeah uh for context uh blue walks up to the setups with a fucking uh, Tiny tots first GameCube controller. And goes, like, oh yeah. Well, wow, I really just want to play. I love melee, and I just hit like a a modded notched angle on him, and he's just like, like, <laughs> <laughs> he's just, <laughs> like what is that? Yeah, or, like, I was trying to hit the angles,
2: but like, I tried to go like up left, and it would just go straight left. I'd be like, oh, I'm just, I'm just bad.
3: <laughs> yeah, now you got to punch in the coordinates, dude. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's important.
2: Uh, I, yeah. I got to hop on the cheater wave. <laughs> so there's
1: actually a. There's one question that has nothing to do with uh, Melee itself, but I want to ask both of you, and um, I want to ask you also wheat. So, un- uh, unfortunately, because of, like, all the COVID stuff that was happening at the event, we never got to see a conclusion to the Smasher's Council. And what I want to ask you guys is, who do you think would have won had it con-
3: concluded? I I thought none was playing the best, to be honest. None was playing really well. Um, I think the problem was, was, like, Team Randall were just fucking animals. They were just consuming each other constantly. There was no love. There was absolutely no love. It was disgusting. So I don't know if they would have voted for each other. Mango and Cody would have eaten Team Randall alive. So I personally think Plup would have won. Um, yeah, I
1: agree.
3: Yeah, Plup was just like, we loved him. The spiders loved him. We would have just voted him. I and mean, At least, like, do, would you have voted for You would have voted Salt Blue, I know. but
2: I would have voted for Salt, yeah. yeah, yeah I, thought, like, I thought none was next. I thought none was next. I, Damn, really? Yeah, I did.
3: Yeah.
0: None, um, Yeah, you, you you know, from the experience of a VIP, you walk around, you, maybe you go get some fresh air. Like, at any corner you turn, there's a good chance you see none just, like, having a chat with someone, another council member. You know, you never know what he's up to. He plays uh, he plays melee in a very similar way, right? He, I think he thinks a lot about, like, outside stuff of the game. Um, mm-hmm. Like, he told me, remember he had to make that huge comeback versus zuppy It was, like, a three-stop comeback at, like, Pinnacle. And he was just like, Yeah um boxers love to double jump because it's easy for them so i just read double jump all the time and i like need him out of double jump so he's like definitely thinks a lot about what goes on you know beyond just like the screen and it seems like he was doing the same thing with the game right he- he's uh yeah. fucking lying about phone call recordings and everything like this yeah it's it was so insane.
2: Funny. It, it was, was so insane. Funny.
3: just pulling up the law saying it's a misdemeanor <laughs> it's like, oh, a thing I'm like i'm like like if you win dude that's 2.5k that's going to bribing me to not report you so
2: insane. enjoy
3: your 500 bucks bro you've earned it <laughs> Fucking none, dude or like, like he was... what are you guys gonna say
2: uh like like none would come outside and like salt would accuse none of like 10 different things and none would just like <laughs> lie his way out of them and then it's like Salt would just go back inside, and then Nun would just look at me and just burst out laughing because he got away with it. And I'm like, dude, like, you, you suck. You're the worst, Nun.
3: No, he's the best, dude. That's how you get <laughs>
2: Yeah, he was the best. He was the best.
0: That's why I think he wins. I think you put a pro like that in that
3: scenario. I don't know, man. No, nah, the problem is just like everyone that gets eliminated votes, and Team Ren was fucking hated each other way too much. Mm.
2: Yeah, they were never hungry for blood.
3: Not like Team Wispy. Just lovers. There were so many bad kills, it was so sad that that team kill with you and frenzy was the worst i didn't want to do it dude. yeah and, and had,
2: it had it had to
3: have happened yeah it had to have happened i i i put the name forward and i just like it killed me inside oh you, you were know?
2: the one. Oh, that changes we things. both had
3: to vote for you <laughs>
2: no you didn't have to do anything josh that's what we i'm <laughs> you didn't <laughs> have yeah. to do anything no i didn't know no. about that we'll talk um, about so we'll talk melee about dude
3: that. i love melee let's let's get on that we'll um, talk about we'll talk about that gaming, after this calls what? over all right let's let's like <laughs> i'm actually um i wanted to, to randomly ask you a question um and let me know if like you want to talk about something else at all uh either of the hosts because this is just i haven't really caught up with blue as well um but you were saying you were like really anxious going into a summit do you think um once you got to meet and sit down with the people that helped at all because like you were saying you were anxious like even chatting with me but like within five minutes of knowing me you were telling me to shut the fuck up um that was, was really funny no i was just like all right this guy's cool I'm like this guy this guy knows it like i just yeah. thought you you were killing it man like you were just being you for a bit there were some moments that you can't help but be anxious which is fine but i overall think you, you did great
2: i was i was like already like a little comfortable because i just uh i just got dinner with uh nikki and connor right. so having like two of right. my friends there to like alleviate the like the social pressure was pretty cool and like you were very very nice like right off the bat like sometimes sometimes it's easy to to think that like when you meet someone right away that um, like not even that but just like they could be very short or just like uh just like a quick little a quick, just like a small conversation you know and like it's hard to get a read if like they genuinely want to talk to you or like be your friend or not like right like whether they're a top player or someone who's picked up the game you know it's 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 anxious it's nerve inducing meeting new people but, like, right away, you were, like, very kind and very just, like, uh, you just wanted to have a conversation. So I was, like, cool, you know, and like, he wants to talk to me. Like, I can get along with this guy. It was nice. So I regret you. it to this day. To yeah, you should. You should. I will, yeah, yeah. I'll make your life a hell. I promise.
0: Sora, what was your first impression of Blue? I, I know you have a famous first impression of me that
3: we'll get to, but I want to hear your first impression of Blue. <laughs> uh, that's a really good question. Uh, my first impression was Blue, of Blue was he just like me, F.R., and I'm like, this is just some dumb cunt who just <laughs> in his mouth, and he's just he plays Fox McCloud. He loves gaming, and I'm like, yeah, no, nah, this cunt's all right. I need to get along with everyone because you just like, you're not, you're not an oddball, which is kind of hard to do in the melee community. So yeah, you're just you, like, saying either, all sorts. It was of you,
2: stuff. Were solid. you were salt. You were salt. where like, yeah, everyone was really afraid you were just gonna be like super weird
3: oh yeah yeah did you tell me was that you yeah yeah i was just like i just hope this isn't some weird random with like a lot of money that would have tilted me but i saw like how much like your community cared about you and wanted you to go and i'm like it would be insane if this guy just looked at his shoes the whole time and was like <laughs> really like weird about it because obviously you had a bunch of people who cared about you yeah it was just cool. like it'd be really dumb yeah yeah like my, my like,
2: girlfriend's mom was even cheering me on
3: Oh, that's cool. That's actually yeah. so cool. Yeah. She's right? Imagine she's, she's like, I yeah, can't here against <laughs> Shout out to your she's mom.
2: Pretty... Tell her I said I love her. <laughs> yeah.
0: She's just like a big Frenzy fan for some reason. <laughs> just like, yeah. Cool. yeah, she
2: was rooting for Frenzy the whole time. She's I crazy. actually, yeah. also yeah.
3: he's tall. <laughs> I wanted to say, with you saying Frenzy, like, kind of beat the brakes out of you and made you scared. But when I, at my first summit, I played a friendly session with Frenzy and he fucking named on me so hard. I'm like, yeah, God, I suck. That was the I was VIP too. And I'm like, Oh, I was like, I've just been so owned. He's—he's just the the new kid slayer. (laughs) It's
2: it's just—it's just—it's like you go in there ready to get ego checked as hard as you've ever been ego checked in your life, and it still just kills you. You're just like, oh my god, I I know nothing. That we would like
3: the (laughs) exact same.
2: Yeah, I was just like, oh my goodness, like I cannot keep up with these kids. They're just—it's insane.
0: So, what were you? I mean, speaking of, you know, you talked about last summit and having to play frenzy and all that um how is this summit like for what was the you know blue we talked about this is your first time Sora. this is your second time how did it go i mean obviously you know
3: it's a lot easier <laughs> going into the the second summit to be honest you already know mm-hmm. everyone you can just like be like what's up what's going on you don't have to like overthink like i gotta make a killer first impression or this guy's not gonna want to play or talk to me anymore which i'm sure blue was probably thinking something along those lines like can't be weird off rip like you know you gotta make sure like <laughs> you, you do all right um but nah, no, it's just like you know, i already know everyone so i'm chilling um so i was really focused on just like just chat like seeing new people as well because i really like meeting people a lot like rishi was there this time we had a yeah. fucking blast chatting and playing um a lot of old face like snap was there you guys were obviously there and like i had a blast hanging out with you guys for me it was more of a play as much as i can but also like catch up with people i hadn't seen in ages but it was honestly a lot different this summit because survivor was fucking brutal like it was like five hours straight of just like doing this, do that, go do this smash council, go do the activity, go, go. Like I didn't like actually finish a meal like at some, I'm not exaggerating out of the four to five meals mm. I had at summit, everyone was interrupted by a smash council thing. Damn. There was no, like if you were in it, there was no real downtime. Like after playing to like do your own thing, it was just go, 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 go. Um, so that's something I personally didn't like. Like I did enjoy the game, but just the amount of time it took, was brutal, especially on the last day that I was there of um, pool starting. Was getting at 10 a.m. to play Mafia. I got killed instantly. <laughs> Hungry Box was late. So I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck did I get out of bed for? Because I didn't have to be, do anything until 315 p.m. I was mm-hmm. just so tilted. I was like, oh, why? Like, why am I here? I didn't have to be here this early because now I've got nothing to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Game kind of became all encompassing. Um, compared to last summit where there was no, in my opinion, no real theme or nothing really crazy about it. Like the mini games is really fun for the first day and then it was just gaming, you know? At least that's yeah. what it felt like to me. And I personally prefer that because um, while I do like to have fun and muck around, it's about the game at the end of the day. So I would prefer if they kept it isolated in future, like the previous summit. Um, but in saying that, I still had a good fun playing Smash Survivor. It was still fun.
0: And also you got to spend like, Four or 5 days there at the last summit.
3: Yeah, true. That is yeah, also not true, really man. the case here.
0: Um, yeah. by the way, we, we reached out um Ken Chen wanted to let you guys know that this is like making up for you guys not going to the last few days of the summit. You know, th- like they can't get you the next summit, there's nothing like that. So as a consolation prize, um you guys get to be free guests when so waiting for game. So, are you serious? Yeah, no, this is this is your uh, you know, this is your makeup call for having to miss the last few days. Holy shit! Dude. Wow, thank you so much I, yeah. for the just opportunity. And put a laptop on my knees. This is just—I'm at summit, bro. Enjoy it, you, enjoy it while you can. It's like, yeah, I mean, imagine we've got some raisin canes or uh Papa John's. Hey, even even better. Papa
2: John's. Shout out to Papa John's.
0: How much? uh Okay, I'm gonna ask everyone here, starting with Edwin. Edwin, how many slices of Papa John's did you eat in the past week?
1: Zero slices.
0: Okay, how many Papa D's? Is-
1: Zero. Mm, okay, blue
2: um papa john slices i probably had about like three but i had a lot of their sides
0: they, they had good sides did you try oh, the dude. papadilla
2: i didn't know i i watched someone eating it and like i envisioned papadilla. myself eating it and it made me feel bad about myself so i didn't try it
0: it was good it was a mistake but it was good <laughs> it looks
2: delicious yeah but i just i couldn't do it i'm sorry
0: it was it had a lot going on Joshi. um dude fuck pizza dude it's
3: <laughs> fucking tom tom It's just booze factory, man. Dude, you know,
0: a lot of slices going around. Uh, oh. A lot of slices. Yeah, that was the was... one thing we had. They kept bringing slices over. They kept bringing pies over on Saturday to like the isolated Actually... VIPs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can I, can I ask a good question?
3: Can I lie down while we do this? Can I? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do
0: that. yeah. This cute. you look great. Oh wait, but before we get into it, so we, you talked about your first impression of blue. What was your first impression
3: of me, Soro? I can't remember. I think I was stoned when I told you. (laughs) You told me I was too business casual. You were very (laughs) business casual. I wanted wanted to see the man under the under the cloak, dude, but you didn't show. I think my my DMs.
0: The first DMs I sent said like, "Hey Josh, you want to be on a podcast?" And then you said, "Yeah, I've got to figure out like my Smash World Tour flights, but I can do it." And I was like, "Oh, I'm booking your flights for Smash World Tour." That's, that was business casual, that's
3: business casual that's business cat should i not have revealed that you i Should work- have dropped in a wooga or something <laughs> just like just let me know that you're a jokester dude because like, how am i supposed to tell her for it should i have done a couple like pepes yeah should have pepe laughed i'm booking your flights <laughs> i think
1: uh i i think we you gave sora a better impression than i did
3: you that's posted true. me live you looked at me <laughs> And then I looked at you and smiled and gave a polite wave, and then you looked away and kept walking. <laughs> not even capping. It was awful.
2: That's so good. It I was
3: me. I was just not
1: in a great I was I was not in a totally aware state of mind that Wait, that night at, at Genesis. This is at Genesis? Yeah. Yeah, this is when oh, okay. me and S. We
0: can't be going to Genesis and, and giving us bad reputation like it's this. True. This is when feelings. me and I come
2: SF... on here because of that?
1: Yeah, when <laughs> me and SF were walking back to the bar we were at to get SF's backpack. Oh God, no! You were that was... gone that night.
2: Isn't SF like sixteen?
1: No, no, no. First off, um, this this is a cop podcast. <laughs> Wait, <where laughs> yeah. feels very passionately. <laughs> at this. Uh, SF SF is in his twenties. He's he's deep in his twenties. Deep, Deep he's in his 23. Like That's 30s. as far as some people
3: get, dude. I'm not making it to 24. I've had a good run. Sorry, <laughs> I think you're gonna make it as far as you want. I'm I'm good here, thanks, but <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I, I appreciate it. I have a question for the producer. Oh wait, not the producer, sorry, Wheat. <laughs> sorry. Okay, yes. Yeah, um, how was your first uh summit as a VIP? You know what, Sora? Thank you so much for asking. Uh, I
0: had a great time. You know, I had... Uh, I had a, did not get to go to Saturday and Sunday. And uh, the VIP experience... People were a little jaded, a little mad. I think, you know, um, BTS paid back half. Like, you know, it's $1,000 for a ticket. They paid back 500 And they, like, drove pizzas over and they gave us CRTs. So, like, they definitely tried to make the experience as best as it could be um but still it's just like you know i was trying to play it safe um a bunch of people got negative results but i was like even with my negative result i just saw fendi yesterday i saw dark gen X the day before yeah like all these Bun things it's just like I uh, dude i just yeah i was like snuggle with bundun basically it's good yeah it was good and, and it turned out <laughs> yeah. to be i didn't get covid from it so I, I have a positive experience not covid positive of
3: course i think bundun refuses to give people covid like his will to not spread it was more than enough to keep me and you alive. It seems, yeah, it seems powerful. I think we had,
0: uh, we had a bunch of people snuggling in that one room. And, uh, there was I a cuddle was factory. He was the only, it was, we had a whole cuddle factory going. And he was the only positive. Uh, no, it was, a, it was a good experience. I mean, I, um, like, yeah, days one and two, or days zero and one, or whatever you want to call it, those were, I mean, I, I had a really fun time. Uh, just like getting to see everyone. I also think it was a summit where, like, I had lots of friends there, which is nice. I, I could be like, uh, roll the dice weird, and it's just like, oh, I don't know any of these people here. <laughs> yeah. But no, I uh get in hang hangout with, like, you know, webs and everything like that. It's super fun time. So I had a great time. Uh Basically, everyone keeps saying, you should come back again. And I'm just like, dude, I don't know if I want to pay a $1,000. So,
2: yeah, you should come back again, but you should dodge that 76ers jersey when you come.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that. uh Hey, you know. How, how are you
2: going to wear that on the day the Sixers lose? Come on.
0: I didn't know they were going oh, to lose.
3: Oh, I did. My I could
2: have told you they were going to lose. I oh my god! Lose. I could have told you. I could have told you.
3: I hate blue. I've come. To
0: the <laughs> he's a little. Yeah, he's a little cheeky, foker. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, speaking of which, blue. We talked about a few of your sets. You want to go over like uh, how you felt about competing this weekend?
2: Uh huh. I mean, like no, but I will.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, it's a fun show. We can. Do you want to talk uh-huh. about how uh,
3: Sora competed, and we'll we'll like switch it up?
2: There... that's a great
3: feel... that is so smart week how do you how the fuck did you think i went dude go <laughs> yeah tell me, go blue. ahead
2: go ahead Sora. tell us tell us about your very long I... eating weekend
3: dude i think you killed it blue i think you like you really just need to um be in the environment more um yeah. and as you went on i felt like you got way more comfortable you were just chilling in your set for salt um no i
2: I, yeah the like once i loosened up and i just realized like oh my god i'm here like i'm having a great time like take this for what it is like i just not that i was playing better but just like the the mental agony that i was in like i could tell if
3: you were just laughing having a good song yeah no this is the the
2: second the second like i quit just being a fuck and just straightened up and started smiling i was like i was like i i love this game and i'm very happy to be here and it was it was just so much more fun to play I mean, you do
1: people dream of being there right like yeah like you're, you're playing like a high pressure set against someone like salt in person like yeah mm-hmm. of course he's gonna be like you held your own for a lot of it you know like you, you were up to one
2: like, yeah and 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 salt was kind of finessing on me a little bit i'm not gonna i'm not gonna <laughs> sugarcoat it they were, hey, that, they were
3: that's a good deal right yeah they're kind,
2: of, they kind, of, they kind of kind of moving around on me but uh you know
3: that chest in elden ring that like teleports you to like the end of the game Mm -hmm. that's kind of like what being a summit vote in is is like you just get teleported to like top 16 in a major and you're just like yeah without actually doing anything yeah exactly you just fast travel there and you're like what the (laughs) fuck is going on these guns are just crazy yeah (laughs) it's really nerve-wracking
2: it's yeah it's extremely nerve-wracking but uh, especially with time it just it gets better like the competitive environment like i haven't been on like a I'm like i'm like a super major like big stage stream like a, like a big house or something but i'm yeah. hoping i'm hoping one day i am but like i'm sure like the pressure is like gonna or like the nerves of being like on a stage like that's gonna like be like present there as well For but, sure. yeah.
0: How yeah how do you think yeah how do you think sorry dude
2: i wanted to see more of more of you play not me in too. like, yeah. Like obviously, obviously, I wanted to see you play more. Well, I'm I'm lucky. A really big fan of like the way you play the game. Like you oh, play well. you play kind of sneaky, but like not in a way, <laughs> where, not in a way where I find you annoying. If that makes sense.
3: I'm a sneaky dude.
2: Yeah, you're like you're kind of a trickster, but not in like an and like an obnoxious way, where like you make me feel like an idiot. But like you just make me feel like I got outplayed. If that makes sense.
3: That's huge news, dude. I can't believe I nearly beat the style. I was so sad. Yeah, yeah that, that, was, that was that was actually like okay. one of my favorite sets of that day. Yeah, I just tried to camp the fuck out of him because I'm so sick of getting ledge dash up tilted by J oh, I watched yeah. I was at home just like um sitting at the TV, clutching a pillow. I'm like, Leffen, oh, Look, I love J Don't go into the corner. He's just gonna let us up you. <laughs> and then he got grabbed back through it. I'm like <sighs> I'm like, yep, yeah, been there. I'll see you later, stock. It's it's just brutal
2: i think i think i watched him back throw leffen like 20 times and it just like didn't work and then the last stock it just worked. not work yeah yeah i was so mad
3: you just have to camp chic dude like you yeah, just you're... sit on the side platform and it's so much safer because you can't laser camper because boost grabs fucked yeah. you just have to play like s plays that matchup so nice where he would just play on the platform and be like come here little rat yeah and you do you do have to go there and you are a little rat so there's nothing mm-hmm. you can really do to answer him definitely well,
0: yeah well let's get into it you know this was uh it's a little bit of a scuffed summit but i think what we ended up seeing like ended up being uh some really good melee edwin you weren't on our last episode we were in sunny ontario california-esque area i'm not going to leak where the actual uh <laughs> summit is but i will say i flew into the ontario airport and let you find your way there, but yeah, you weren't on our last episode, so you didn't get to like say who you thought was going to win. I think everyone did the I feel like Zane's gonna win, but you know, and then they say someone else going into this. Yeah, what, what were you thinking?
1: Yeah, I thought Zane was gonna win. I thought, uh, I didn't think it was, uh, I didn't think it was inconceivable that he would lose. I, I thought it was possible, but I, I'll say this much like, he was the he is like the head pick for who will win an event like this, typically, right? Who's the hard pick? It, it, well, the hard pick, honestly, would have been Zane. <laughs> I think <laughs> I I was just like very comfortable in his matchup spread, but I was not comfortable enough to not bet against him, which is what I did over the last uh, which is what I did over the last weekend. I ended up turning going positive in my bets. So basically, what I did is I set odds against for for all of Zane's opponents, and I just bet against Zane in every set with those odds against people who would accept the bets and because uh lod beat him and because because lod plup and jay mook beat him on the weekend i ended up making a bunch of uh, new patrons and money
2: money (laughs) from that so yeah you did yeah
1: i just Uh, thought what were the uh, odds
0: what were the odds for these two fellows right here
1: uh, for Sora and blue so sora I had you at fifteen to one I thought it was I thought it would it would be pretty tough but I didn't think it was like uh, but like I had seen you against Kadorn before I know that like the marth matchup especially like is grinded into your bones i'm I'm not saying that like it's like like I, I thought you were very good at I thought you would come prepared if you played Zayn so I thought you you had like like it would have been very tough because it's Zane but I had you at fifteen to one so like I, it would have been a really big upset, but I I thought it was like weirdly doable. Right, I Blue, get that. I'm not gonna lie. I had you at hundred to one.
2: Yeah, just to be honest. I'm, yeah. my feelings. I've been I've been through the ringer. I don't think I don't I don't think someone. Yeah, saying, I the game. Yeah, it was pretty good. I saw the a set. I saw it.
1: Was solid. What uh, Zane? Zane is just I didn't a say set. I said game. Did you see that one game? Don't watch
0: to Yeah,
2: show. the singular game. Yeah, that's what, what I wanted to do What are the odds for. now? Thanks, after me.
0: that one game. Uh, I gotta They're the
2: same. We, the move on. Bro, just call it like ninety-five to one. You don't
0: even have to like.
3: I was screaming. No, at this the TV is ruthless. set. I was just like, don't fall for the magic tricks. And I'm like, watch, Kaido's going to do this, and then he's going to grab Blue because no, so I was excited. getting too
2: saucy. I was like up on Yoshi's. I had this. I have this thing where like. Just like bad against Marth, but then like the one day I play good against Marth, I just think I have so much swag and sauce, and I'm like the mm. coolest player ever. But then the second I get saucy, I just lose. And you know what? I got lost in the sauce. Yeah,
3: you gotta say bone dry, bro. I yeah,
2: literally you yeah, dry bro. You know but what?
0: Life. Same thing happened to me versus bun done.
3: I, oh, no, no. <laughs> I was I
0: would feel so soft stuff and i look over and i only have like one stock more than he did. I'm like, why am I so saucy right now? He was
3: yeah, telling right? me I was that... I you sent him the slippy replays of your iron man and he was like laughing his <laughs> ass off Why'd we had a pretty
0: that? we had a pretty legendary iron man <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, hey, I, just the data's out there i just wanted to give it to him just in case he wanted to like re, you know relive the memories
1: <laughs> so blue just for reference the, the way i got to 101 for dark gen x and how i translated that to you was the fact that like so i had two extreme comparisons for this Okay. Buster Douglas, who whose legendary upset of Mike Tyson was often considered a 42 to 1 odd, odds in that set. And that's considered like one of the biggest sports upsets ever. Yeah. Another example of a of a huge sports upset was when Rulin Gardner, the American wrestler, defeated Alexander Carolyn, who, just like for reference, imagine if imagine if Armada was around, but he just 4 stocked Mango and H-Box every every game for like 10 years. And then <laughs> and I think he lost to Rulin Gardner at 2001 odds. So I don't think the gap between you and Zayn is two thousand to one. That seemed a little ridiculous.
2: It's but probably I... two thousand. Well,
1: that's a compliment. Yeah, but I thought forty-two to one seemed a little uh seemed a I, I thought forty-two to one underplayed it. So I wanted to give you the same as Dark Gen X.
2: Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I don't I don't think it's uh it's objectively wrong or mean to say that the that the best player in the world has a big gap <laughs> in skill levels between me, but uh, I appreciate the sentiment. Thank you for the kindness.
1: I liked you against the Falcons. I, I me I thought, too. I, I thought liked you against the G- Falcons too. Again, yeah, I thought you played great. in those sets.
2: Thank you. Again, just one too, too saucy. One too many times.
0: <laughs> Can't well, help yeah, it. Once you learn to control the sauce, you'll be uh, you'll be you'll be pretty hot, right? Once yeah, the sauce. Was I don't know why great. I thought that was clever. Thank you. Like I don't know. You'll be blue... you'll be playing crispy once you learn how to control the sauce.
2: Yeah, I just gotta get. I just gotta like work on the dry rub, and then I can bring in the sauce. Dry you rub. He says. Yeah, I only I only have the sauce and no rub, you know. But once I'm I I just the... saying,
1: put blue, put blue in New York City. Put him against those Falcon players. He's, he's a tough opponent for them. I, yeah, I'm JoJo
2: Smuckers. Give me like the give me like the God bracket. I think it'd be so funny just to like cheese a Falcon bracket. Oh my goodness, I'm lucky that character's bad.
1: <laughs> that
2: character's so bad.
1: Yeah, I love how you play that matchup like you know that character is bad. Like, like you're like down a, a stock and you're you you're not like tilted. you're just like totally I know my game plan. This guy no, can't hit me. No, like, you just
2: you just up smash him. You just like yeah. up smash him, you back True. him, you shine him. Like what can you, you do? You did like, just up smash. <laughs> I literally just up smashed.
1: They
0: were juicy up smashes though.
2: They were nice. Yeah, they felt good to I mean, hey, I wasn't shy. I, I was clearly feeling good about him. I wasn't shy, he says. <laughs> I was feeling good about him. <laughs>
0: No, those up smash are looking good. Thank um, you. Yeah, Edwin, what do you think of uh, you know, so we came into this. IBW, <laughs> this wasn't looking too hot, right? He's got uh he's got pound, he's got the function. Uh really we're we're just I mean, even um he didn't win nightclub VIP, right? He lost to Supernaclo. Really the only thing that we've got going for him is that he got third at Genesis. So we're kind of like, <laughs> I think he can still do it. Um, but yeah, definitely it was all up in the air for him. And then coming to this, it just really felt like something where he had it all together. What,
1: um, yeah. What'd you think of his performance here, Edwin? Uh, I mean, like, look, I'll put it this way. Like being able to perform in like any given bracket, uh, is, is very impressive. Right. Mm -hmm. So like even heading into this event, knowing that he did very poorly at, at, uh, at function two and knowing that like he was in a relative slump, we know that like the IBW we saw in the first, like, Four like four and a half games of the the Genesis uh winter semifinals, that is the caliber of player that like we can see come out a lot, right? Like we can see that if we see that kind of IVW in a given bracket, and if we see him playing like that, like that is someone who can win any tournament. On the flip side, we we know that like IVW tends to like like he does struggle against a lot of like very scary people in the field for him in particular. Like I like we saw Kadorn beat him. We saw we saw Moki beat him. Moki's actually been like a bit of a bit of a thorn in his side a, a little bit for the last like year and a half if you watch their sets. But uh like there's all these players that that I think are like scary for IBW in an open bracket. But like you look at the you look at the history I'm all about history. You look at, you look through the record books. You look, you you tend to find patterns and trends. And for whatever reason, I just think that the, I think that this format is like this invitational format is very good for IBDW. I I feel if I were to guess, I think it just like, I think it gives him time to prepare. He's, he's like grinding melee all day, but he's not like, it's not like in a super major, like open schedule. I think he got a good bracket. They really like he drew none early. We know, I you know, I know he has a drop set to salt, but that I'm definitely versus none is a matchup that he's completely turned around and has looked very dominant. And we and know none, that none hates that, none hates his uh, Z, Z jump, jump. Z
0: jump.
2: Oh, long. he's <laughs> such a hater about the Z jump. Yeah. It's actually a little funny, but it is very But I would, funny, I, would yes. I would, I would be, I would be mad as fuck too if I just got tier listed like that.
1: <laughs> he played, he played J Mook after that, right? We saw mm-hmm. J Mook beat him at yes. Genesis, but. And we know that he dropped a set to Crudo uh, at at the function too. But he came into this rematch with JMook very prepared. I think he I think he played the game plan and the the way that that set looked is how I thought it would look at Genesis, right? right. I think I think he got the Genesis set out of the way. I think he he like came back with a new plan, uh, did very well. Then he beat Hungrybox and he beat Plup, two people that we knew we he could beat. So I think with regards to his performance at Summit. It's not that he showed us something that we didn't know that he was capable of. We it's that we saw IBW given a bracket and given like I said like a group of opponents who we knew he could do well against, and proving that he could still do it, not and and showing us that like he he's able to hit that peak given like like what we think is the best kind of outcome for IBW. We we saw that that outcome is possible, and he can still capitalize off of it, right. which itself I think is a is like. Again, I'm not talking gameplay. I'm talking purely just you look at a bracket, you see matchups, and you you predict how people do. And I think like what we saw from IBW was uh, was not so much like astounding, incredible play like where he just like dominates everyone thrown his path like like Summit 12. We saw him be given a set of circumstances, and as the field is crumbling around him, he is consistently doing the things that we know that he can do, which is not something that everyone uh, can say that happened at Summit. Edwin, I've got one question for you. Is this a Mickey Mouse summit? <laughs> no, I don't think. I, I I do not think this is a Mickey Mouse summit. I just okay. think that the field is different. <laughs> I agree. Um,
0: <laughs> good call. IBW. Yeah. Call. yeah I, I, you won't catch me saying IBW won two Mickey Mouse summits in a row. <laughs> but no, you talk about JMOOC, right? You know, we, we saw the whole set at, at Genesis, obviously, the 3L. Yeah, this seems to be kind of more in line with what we're thinking. But like, you know, Going to this tournament, J Mook was the big question mark, right? We, mm. we like wanted to know how Lefton was going to do. We wanted to know how Mango was going to do, but we've seen these people for years. We have like a, an idea. J Mook is literally, you know, like that is unprecedented territory. That's, you know, uh, hey, you know, Armada
3: got second hand of
0: Genesis way back when, right? It's like yeah. you're trying to figure out what this means. Did J Mook just have the God bracket and just like the hottest hand he's ever been dealt? And he's like a top 20 player or is he a top five player? And I think this is a really good run for him because even though he lost to IBW, even though he lost to Pluck, two people who he beat at Genesis, um, he had so many wins that like were all question marks, right? You know, he does the Zane win. Um, he beat Leffen. just like yeah. There's all these things that when when you look at his Genesis run, I think if there's any doubters, right? It was like, well, he got destroyed by Zane. He had left and DQ'd, and it's just like, well, I think he kind of answered that, right? Yeah, he just uh, he made up for it. Dude, he seems to have an all-around package. It was really fun getting to see him and Plup both do well at the same event, because it felt like they played differently. Uh, Sora, I know you've got your own little Sheik, j Lai. What did oh. you see? No? You've got no Sheiks anymore? Uh, no, no, dude, not since the incident. <laughs> <Not> since, okay, <laughs> well, you there was a Sheik at one point named J-Li. Sleep well. Uh,
3: rest in peace but what did you what did you think of these chic players that we saw i think chic is um a lot of people have been saying it but i think we're in the chic renaissance now where Mm -hmm. um i don't know if you guys have seen or played spark recently but that cunt is fucked in the head he doesn't drop (laughs) tech chases anymore it's actually insane yeah i'm like you hear people be like man he's not dropping in tech chases when they hit like four he doesn't drop tech (laughs) chases i just di to the edge and i like i hope he misses this edge guard like i just i give up he's just like finally cracked the fucking matrix especially in friendlies where there's not much pressure right it's like yeah this is unbelievable like getting grabbed by Sheik feels like getting wobbled now it's, tech, it's yeah tech
2: chases for funsies
3: yeah it's just so stupid like it's like what the fuck Mook in my set with him i felt like he was like dropping at a fuck ton. so i was like i was like shaking my head a lot when i was playing i'm like you don't usually drop this you're just nervous right now um, nah. yeah so that's why like nah. um, the matchup is kind of interesting because you see like foxes like plops fox who play with true arrogance and ignorance in their heart
4: <laughs> um
3: where they've just been going through it for so long on the receiving end but they're just like how's it fucking feel huh? uh yeah. <laughs> like, doing it back to their own brethren yeah. and like that's something i need to steal Um, a lot more, because it's just like, I try to just like, interact too much with Sheik, but you just need to like, show her that you're the big dog, and it's really hard to do, when like, one mistake gets you killed nowadays, it's so frustrating, you can't play Sheik's game, you have to like, you can't go into the corner, you just can't, it's so fucking tilting, because you just get grabbed, and then you die, and it's like, (laughs) yeah, because
2: it's it's like, like, yeah, what are you going to say? There's um, maybe my my wording isn't correct, but like, you play these like very high level sheiks like um like like ben and uh Flex and j salt you know like very like skilled players but then like you play like the the top top sheik like a Mook or a plop or a spark and like the matchup is completely different like you Dude. you quite you quite literally just die like the neutral yeah. game is entirely different like I'm a very big, like, Sheik is so bad against Fox, but, like, playing Jmook, like, I just wanted to tell him, I was going to be like, I'm not, I'm not having fun. Like, you're too good. It's like, I
3: think the problem is with that matchup specifically is that Fox can't hit Sheik as hard. And, yeah. like, you play Spark, Spark is a magician. And, like, I can just give, like, a, there's so many things he does that makes the punish game not good for Fox. Um, at zero, if you up throw Sheik and she guys left or right, and you do Nair up tilt, he SDIs down and away, then down on the up tilt, and then grabs you. Oh my god! Out of the air, and I'm like insane. Okay, like that's fine. <laughs> if you if Sheik upbees onto stage and lands, and you do regular get up shine to wave shine her. He SDIs the shine is sending her onto stage. By the way, SDIs off the fucking stage, and then lands back on the stage. He goes from grounded to aerial. And then when he lands back on the stage, because of like how Shine works, where it's from aerial to grounded, he's lagless. He's not in hit stun, and he just rolls away or grabs you, and it's just, let me hit you, man. Like yeah. fucking hell, it's. You so gotta get
1: Chape on this podcast. He's a he's a big Fox Sheik believer. I will say, uh, I I've talked to him a lot about like his thoughts on that matchup because he th- talks about it all the time. It's like one of his favorites. He said that the only Sheiks that made him feel like like he had to reconsider the whole like risk award dynamic in that matchup was uh where where Jamu and plup. He said he was like every other sheet player I played or, or like have seen like I've never felt like I didn't understand them or that I was missing something.
3: plup. It was like playing a completely different game.
2: It's a different it's, level. It's because
3: yeah. he beat he did beat Spark at Smash World Tour, but I personally think Spark wasn't playing that well that tournament, and even just since then, which was not that long ago. I, I was nay naying on Spark at that tournament. I was like, yeah, this is whatever. Now he's just fucked now. It's actually crazy how much better he's gotten in such a short amount of time. Like I would you know be... what it is? Yeah, what is it? And <clears throat> stomach. I don't know if you saw they had the
0: um like the Starbucks drinks, like the pre-mixed drinks. It's like a he was killing those things. You know, it has like uh, like thirty-six ounces in it or whatever. No, he was taking them all to the dome, just like pouring <laughs> them all into red solo cups and just like slurping them down. Insane. yeah his life insane.
3: expectancy just shrinking rapidly <laughs> but my god he hits for 80 off a grab <laughs> so worth.
0: It. worth it yeah i think it's worth it at that point yeah
3: <laughs> yeah but then i i think um even left in tweeting that like um like Sheik might be fox if the punish game is going like yeah. how it is which is like not the dumbest take in the world um mm-hmm. i was i was posting for a bit that Sheik, like uh, when i was playing Sheik against like the good foxes and like kind of beating them i'm like yeah like this is stupid like, I do really well against, like, the Soon says or the Meds or, like, like around that level of player with, like, my Sheik. And I'm just like, yeah, you just grab them and then they die. Because all they do is run away. They just run yeah. away into the corner and they don't understand that boost grab's really big. And then they double laser and you go, yoink, and then you kill them.
2: Yeah, big it's yoink.
3: It's so dumb. Like, you can't camp Sheik because if, she, if you're lasering Sheik, I could talk about this all day, so I'm going to leave it at this. But if you try to, like, lay double laser Sheik, she just charges up a pack and then it's just, like, she has so many options with Needles now, like... You don't want to give her needles for free because she just gets you out into the good percent range and it's like, oh, I fucked up. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: But yeah, I think there's so many things Sheik's can do. Um, Her scraps are really good. And I don't think the matchup is like free anymore. I think the Sheik's have finally cracked something.
0: I think, you know, bringing up the Leffen tweet, right? The whole thing about um, Sheik might beat Fox, all this type of stuff. It's really interesting because um, what do you guys think about Fox in the current meta, right? It's it's like, feels like this un questionable thing right like you never would have oh. to say you know Fox. okay fox loses to marth but like you know we kind of all have to accept he's number one um it feels like the Sheiks are getting better it feels like the peaches right i mean look yeah at run. yeah like, there's so much that changed does it change how you guys view fox in the current meta
3: um kind of i think Sheik in the matchup she's good in is just ridiculous Sheik peach is so fucked god Sheik peach is it abysmal was- i don't know how the yeah.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say Plup literally looks like Law's hardest opponent, like yeah, out of yeah. anyone.
3: I, I think play that's all the like peaches. the ultimate. Yeah, yeah, it's so hard. Right? I, I play all the peaches with my Sheik and just like it's my peach my Sheik isn't that crazy, but that matchup is just so dumb dumb. It's so yeah. dumb dumb. Like it so just fucking blows against Sheik. I think it's worse than Marth personally, but that's just me. Um but yeah, I think like Sheik in the matchup she crushes in, does really well. Sheik Marth is obnoxious as fuck. That matchup Mm -hmm. is so hard for Marth. Like, he has to play perfect to, like, be really good. Um, But in saying that, I think, like, Fox... Everyone has something they can do against Fox. Like, when you open up Fox, it's not... It's not like, oh, how the fuck do I hit this guy now? Like, at least you can kill him, right? Like, if you're Mm -hmm. not killing Fox if you're opening, you could have killed Fox if you're opening. Most of the time. Of course, there's really niche cases and stuff. I think that's always going to be, like, the eternal balance for Fox. Is it, like... The human element of it that like if you fuck up as fox you're probably gonna die if they're really good mm-hmm. so that yeah. will forever keep fox balanced, in my opinion like there might be a world one day where mistakes die out but who knows
1: well what do you think of uh just to kind of bring this back to to IBDW for a bit i i think uh one of the one of the really interesting things about him winning this summit is that like it's sort of so like when he won riptide that was obviously very big for him and his like standing in the scene where he like to prove that all, you know the work he had put into like becoming a top online player was going to translate into some kind of offline success. When we think of his Summit Twelve victory, we think of him overcoming like two very big roadblocks for him in his career, like his, his personal kryptonites of sorts, proving that like his name deserves to be mentioned alongside Mango and Zane for that year as people who who uh, were capable of winning like major events and actually won them. Right? Mm-hmm. What? Does, so like when, when we when we talk about this third major victory, this smash number 13 victory, I think, uh, it's kind of cool because I, I feel like, uh, it, it doesn't carry the same type of significance as his first two victories, but it, it almost like sets IBW and his like legacy in the scene and like the way that we think of him and like his, his place in competition on a completely different chart. Right. Cause it's not that he won a big event and he accomplished this short term goal. Or he won this other event and beat like his two biggest demons. Now we're in this period where we have to start thinking about like you know IBW's place in history, right? His his place in the scene. Like this is someone that like we not only did he accomplish these two things, we might see more of it this year. We could see it happen again. Where does a what does this mean for his legacy as far as being a competitor, or even just his approach to Fox winning winning a major with him? What does that? What are the implications of this victory? This is something that I've been trying to wrap my mind around for for a little bit, and I feel like there's so many different directions. We can, we can go Edwin, on. give it to me straight. Is he top 15 all time? Yeah, I think so. Give me a number. Uh, let's go, um, I'm going to say, like, preemptively, like, 12.
2: Yeah, it was my thought, too. 12 or 11. <laughs> I, uh, I also wanted to, this might be, like, a little too fast to say, but, like, it's It's been, like, a long time since we've had, like, a best fox in the world that wasn't Leffen. Mm. And this might be, like, an okay time to safely say that, like, Cody's probably the best fox player in the world right now. Oh, yeah,
3: easily. Yeah. Easily,
2: you know? And, like, maybe that's, like... I don't know. It's not incorrect to say at all because, like, obviously, like, circumstances are different. And, like, I'm a, I'm a huge Leffen fan myself. And I do like Cody. I'm not saying I'm not a Cody fan. But, like, getting into the game and just having, like... um Armada was kind of on his way out, but, like, Leffen was always, like, the fox, you know, to, like, emulate, be, like, try to learn from. And, like, I think it's very cool that uh, someone has, like, rose to that rank. Because, like, Leffen's kind of always been the best, like, solo fox for, like, a very long time, you know? Yeah. And I think it's really cool that we have, like, a new face for the character. I think it's very impressive also, just because that's, like, in itself is, like, such, like, an impressive feat. But, yeah, like, Cody is, like... He's he's one of the best players in the world right now, and he's like definitively one of the like, or he is the best Fox player. But like, I do think he's top fifteen all time. Like the the way like the rate that he improved in like his performances the past like three years have just been like top level. You know, there's there's no denying his greatness in any capacity. Like like people can be like, oh, he's abrasive, or you could not like the way he plays, but like you cannot deny like his like his skill and talent for the game.
3: I I think real quick. Are you gonna say?
0: Blue, real quick. Is Giannis top 15 all time in the NBA? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Awesome words.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So is Giannis like the IBW of the NBA?
1: <laughs> That's a cute comparison. Yeah. I like it. No, no, it's not. <laughs> uh, funny. you know what?
2: You know it's a very what, funny You know what? I'm gonna say it right now. Giannis is not top 15. But give him like two years. Give give him like the rest of his career. I think he'll end. I think he'll end as a top. Let 10 him clean up some time.
3: matchups. He'll get there. Yeah, <laughs> I
2: think when Giannis retires, I think Giannis will be a top 10 player of all time. I'll just say it.
3: For me, think it when Ibw retires, he's gonna be top 10 all time.
2: Definitely. Yeah. No.
3: So, so it really I seems like he's Giannis i hate this <laughs> i hate you. this too all right uh do you, do you, you want to, all right,
1: you about you wanted to
0: say about australia rules football or something
3: oh yeah yeah no now it's like, enough of what i was gonna say let's talk about some fucking rugby mate let's let's get on it <laughs> um, i was just gonna say um the only thing that's like stopping cody in my mind from being like uh i guess like immortalized in the history of the game is like big stints of just like back-to-back victories you know what i mean like, I felt like we had that with Zayn, where it's like, Zayn's probably going to win. He won. Zayn's probably going to win. He won. This yeah. happened in the online era, uh, of course. Um, But I was like, with Cody, it's not like, oh, it's, it's, it's just going to be a Cody win, isn't it? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, we haven't had that, like, big streak. Like, Leffen had his big streak. Yeah, he was streak. Ninth
1: at New York tournament
3: <clears throat> Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, it's not locked yeah. in. Yeah. I've, if I see Cody in the tournament, I'm like, it's over. You know? Like, I just don't think that... Um, well... I mean, no, we were talking about
0: that a few episodes ago, the past few episodes, actually. We were talking about how, like, you know, back in the day when you saw Armada enter a tournament, it was, oh, okay, like, Armada's winning this, right? You know, like, mm-hmm. Armada would sign up okay, for Gommel, and you'd be like, okay, who is going to get second at Gommel?
2: Yeah, who um, could can, can maybe reset grands if, if they're right. amazing? <laughs> so,
0: like, we, we went for a little bit, you know, HBox had that run um, where it was like that for him. And then it was a while where, right. Like, you know, you might have a favorite to win and then the first, you might, you're going to have a first seed, but it's not like a foregone conclusion where you already know who's going to win. We kind of had that with Zane and summit was the one to like figure out how far this is going to go. Right. You know, um, Edwin, I know you tweeted about it. We talked about it. You probably wrote an article about it or something, but pound and Genesis were like the first back-to-back major wins that Zane's ever had. He's mm-hmm. not had this like huge streak in terms of offline stuff. We like to think of him as this like unbeatable demon, but he hasn't really pieced together a resume that actually shows that. And I think Summit was this like opportunity to to catch up for all this lost time and have like three huge wins in a row. And we didn't get to see it from him, so I don't know. I, I'm still, I mean, he's still the best player in the world, right? I'm not about to say he isn't, but mm-hmm. it is this interesting thing. Like this was kind of um like a uh, his legacy like served to him on a on a platter, and he wasn't able to to really. I don't know. I still think he's going to win a bunch of
1: tournaments this year, losing some.
0: Yeah, that doesn't. That's not going to hurt it. But it's an interesting thing to think about in that kind. Yeah,
1: and I I think it's worth noting before anyone gets mad at what you're saying. We're holding Zane to incredible standards here because Mm -hmm. we've seen like flashes of that, right? I think subconsciously, like when we're saying like you know, this is handed to him on a platter, and you know, it's dropping the ball. This is specifically within the context of comparing Zane to some of the greatest players of all time. Like the the reason why we're holding him to that standard and we're bringing that up is because we see like that kind of potential in him and we have seen that kind of potential for his name to be there as literally like one of the greatest players to ever yeah. play.
0: Yeah. I I mean honestly there's a reason why you know when I when I talk about Zane I talk about <laughs> Armada and I talk about like the most dominant H box and all the stuff like that, because like Zane's current trajectory uh is easy top five, right? Where I, mm-hmm. I was like, it's insane to say this. I think Zane, um, I wouldn't even compare him to Mutu King, right? I think Zane's just in a different level at this point. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think different, different tier. Year, it
1: won't, yeah, by the end of like, or even by like the start of next year, in the middle, like depending on how many more majors he wins, he could like, like if he finishes this year like number one, or even just like maybe two or three more major wins, he will already have more majors than mew king has had his whole career.
0: Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just like, you know, when I talk about Zayn like this, it's like, you know, talking about him as a perspective, top three, top four, top five yeah. player. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the top five right now because we saw, you know, like every tournament I think was like really confusing. <laughs> like not, I didn't know what to take of anything. Right. What is, what is J move getting second in Genesis mean? What is, uh, you know, IBW getting ninth at pound mean, what does all this mean? Um, and like every single time there a tournament happened i thought i would understand melee more i just understood it less but summit like kind of i don't know and made all these like weird results it kind of made them make sense a little bit um and i think we like we're able to put piece together like an okay top five uh obviously you know we got to say zane zane's i think does anyone here disagree that zane's number one in the world yeah 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 oh okay okay so we uh blue what do you feel I don't know I don't, how to answer that. It's like, a hard yes, question. Yes and no. Yeah. Okay, like,
2: yes and no. Like I think, I think. You know what? I think Zayn's number one. Okay. Yeah, that's, not, that's that's I, I took some
3: guts, dude. That, I I <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't need to ponder for just a moment. I was like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> no, I also agree because blue agrees.
1: So we one <laughs> one really quick thing. I just want to clarify. We're talking within this span of three tournaments: Genesis Eight, Pound Summit right sure function you know whatever else
0: is there but yeah
3: the big ones uh
0: you know what let's let's put cody i I mean i don't know if we're doing a ranked list i think cody's definitely top five. i mean he he tweeted after getting nine to function he's not a top five player (laughs) now (laughs) Now he's now he's top five player you know he won uh i would honestly like you know ranking list ends today i put him at number two i think he had a lot of rocky results but like honestly being the only other person who has won a major this year yeah, pretty,
1: I, I pretty damn good. Yeah, I feel like these it, things. It's both a measure of like how well will this person perform in this given field of competitors, right? If you mm-hmm. win a tournament, like that's an accomplishment that will be reflected on your ranking, right? So yeah, Cody had a pretty terrible function um he didn't do well at some of these other tournaments like for his own standards but winning a major like is a you know only two people have done that in this span yeah. of time evaluating so that should be reflected in this ranking
4: mm-hmm.
0: for sure I, uh so you got anything to say about h god you think h god's
3: top five dude, i
2: think h is top five yeah
3: dude i just need the people to know that bundan is the biggest bundan and sa nick my the two people that came in with this amazing journey um, I'm probably the two of the biggest Juan fans I've ever met. Oh, they H fan? Um, oh, oh, beyond H fan. Really,
2: nation. H is sitting pretty right now.
3: Yeah, just like it's Bundan, just spelling out. Hold on, he's I've got celebrity guests here. Let's go,
2: Juan.
3: He loves- <laughs> dude. he successfully spelt out Hungry Box's name with a
0: give me H <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> uh,
3: unbelievably long. It felt like a lifetime, but no one puts in the effort he does. And just from that, um, I actually do think Quan is top five. I feel like whenever I see him, like it's not just where I'm like, this should be over. Like he just he just does it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I, I just don't understand it. Like I don't see him losing to Kidoran. Um I just, like, when I see him against Mango, I'm like, yeah, those are a little rough right now, I'm like, right? I'm like, yeah, pro- probably. I don't see him losing to, like, um, like the online era where Juan can lose to anyone. Um, yeah. Outside of online, of course, is like, kind of dwindling. Like, when Juan loses to someone, like, I don't know, like, if Juan loses to, like, Fiction or, like, someone along those lines, I'm just like, whoa, that's, that is big. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's massive. Or, like, Ginger or something along those lines. Um, just those players who are more than capable of beating these fantastic, like, upper echelon ones. Um, if, they, if like, he loses specifically, him and Zayn are, like, the two, I'm like, wow, that was big. And I think that has something to do, personally, with character. Um, mm-hmm. Character consistency is something that's massive. I feel like that's really helped Zayn um, with just, like, cementing, like, his place. Because, like, I feel like Marth is a bit more consistent than, um, than Spacey's. Like, I don't not, not really a crazy take, right? Same thing with Jigglypuff. Um, it's just how the characters function, like how hard they get punished for their mistakes. Uh, so that's why I feel like that's what pushes one into the top five for me. Um, mm-hmm. And not fun pointing a gun at me in the corner right now. But yeah, that's just like... <laughs> <the bigger laughs> thing. It is quite an
0: aura about him. I think that uh, I was explaining it on the Uber to the Ontario airport that uh, it's like it's weird being in the scene before and after the pandemic because I, a lot of things are different. One thing that's hugely different is how we look at HBox. It's just like I feel like he's done some weird stuff since he got back. He threw a chair into the audience at Pound but he's just like, we we all watched his stream, whether or not you want to admit it. Like We all watched his stream throughout the pandemic. I was there every day. <laughs> he's just become a cartoon character. like It's like Homer Simpson doing something. You're not going to admit at Homer Simpson right? When Homer Simpson yeah. like crashes his car, you're not going to be like how's he going to pay for that? You're just like, oh, that's funny. He crashed his car. He
3: actually Still- threw the chair at us. Um, we were the floor <laughs> gang and he threw it directly at us, but I was just, I said, thank you. Uh, I a, appreciate dude, that's it. that's If he
0: throws a chair in the crowd, everyone's just like, that's funny. So it has got good. like a really weird H-Box, uh, you know, like I don't think, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you can get mad at me right now. I think it's like politically incorrect <laughs> to get mad at H-Box. Yeah,
3: I agree. I was a bit tilted at the pop-off against Plop, to be honest, like yeah, I'm all good for like a, you know, a good pop off. Yeah, level, that one was that jarring. Was just, uh, that was egregious. Like, that was that jarring. Was a very frightening pop off. Yeah. Like, there's there's just like definitely levels you have to go for. And like the one against Lod as well, like screaming that hard mid set. And Lod is just like, let's just game. Why did like,
2: Hungrybox unplug the Red Bull <laughs> when he did when blow? Pl- is it because he's sponsored by, by, or Liquid sponsored by Monster? Why did he unplug the Red Bull? why I, this is so i don't I didn't know see what's this. going on in that guy's mind i will, I, I, will I will time stamp it to you right now Sora. i think i haven't pulled up Honestly, great, Lou, dude. this is like
0: um you know like 10th grade english class and then you have to like write an, an essay on like what the symbolism of uh the green light and the green at the great gatsby means like right yeah you know, like, <laughs> like honestly dude i think this is like an open-ended question if anyone wants to send in like a you know ten page essay on why Hungry Box unplugged the Red Bull sign. Go ahead, because I want it. Mid-section I blood. I need some ideas. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know why it happened.
2: Yeah. So like so like plup obviously sponsored by Red Bull. Hungry Box not sponsored by Red Bull, but like I, I'm pretty sure Team Liquid's like Monster, right?
4: Yeah.
2: Is that true? Like. So, like someone someone was like, Yeah, like his phone is plugged in next to it. He thought he was unplugging his phone. I'm looking at it right now. I don't see no phone Please plugged in
3: the dude. I okay, I have, a, I have a timestamp. I, time really? I got you. Try, I think this pushes yeah. him further into the top five, but that's just me. The rival of the sponsor. This is was like way? he fist
2: bumps and walks up and just unplugs I'm the gonna red bull.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. I don't
2: he didn't grab anything, he just unplugged it.
0: It's like watching the Zapruder film, right? I'm just like,
3: I like got to watch this. He knows we can still see the Red Bull. Oh my God. That is crazy.
2: He knows we can still see the Red Bull, right?
3: What? This is insane. It's like, not like, wow. Like my thought process
2: is, as he he knew, as he knew that that clip was going to be everywhere, and so to save face for a sponsor, he just unplugged it, he's just like oh, I, look. I think
0: he he's just like operating at a level that we cannot perceive, right? You know. Yeah. Uh, at uh <coughs> what was it? It was like Evo 2018. It was way back when. He uh he got like destroyed by Wizzy uh first game one of like a best of three. And he just like puts his hand on his uh on his chin like a fucking thinking emoji, and like the camera goes right to him. Yeah, he he knows. He's yeah, playing he a knows. game larger than melee. You know how he's self-aware. About, he's self-aware. Like I talked about how Nun he thinks like more. You know, Nuns talked to me about uh, like stuff with controllers. How he knows like if someone plays this controller, he's going to play differently. Uh, if like it's a different, if the set goes differently. If like he thinks about his surroundings a lot and and how it affects melee. Hbox is always thinking about his surroundings, but never affects the game he's playing. He's just like, what do I do? Popping off. He's like, what? Okay, what? What like current events happen that I can like. uh you know using my pop-offs stuff like that he's he's like on a different level
3: he was definitely grinding watching his own um like not gameplay watching himself on commentary mm. um and his pop-offs at dinner and that's wow. like just grinding the vods and you have to respect that you know like mm. that's what it takes to have the gusto to true. unplug a red bull light after you beat yeah up. Um, that, man,
2: that man makes more money in a year than i will ever make he can unplug true. whatever he wants he Unplug <laughs> yeah. whatever he wants you know what i, I so do, i
0: don't know if you guys actually watched the stream uh i believe this might have been saturday so blue you might have been in there uh but they kept telling the story about yeah. testers rap played like the who wants to be a millionaire like theme the very dramatic theme and then like it ended while like the 15 minutes were over and he revealed and the whole like concept of this story was that it, he just does this right he yeah. it was him and kadoran and that was it and like the person at the desk story is that he just is like this all the time now blue i want your opinion on this you are somewhat of an hbox i i think you understand hbox i'm the i'm
2: fan, but i but i resonate. oh my god
0: <laughs> you're hfam you you understand him on a, on a deep level yeah. do you think this is true was he doing this just for his own fun or do you think he knew that this information would get out and that the story of him only doing this for himself would be spread to the masses blue what is your opinion on this
2: of him unplugging the Red Bulls
0: line? No, no, we're past that. The the uh, the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Uh, COVID. Oh, does. um, because the story got told as I think, like oh, he I just think... does this all the time. But do you think he knew that the story was going to get told, and then therefore his audience gets information? Brain hurts. Okay,
1: <laughs> I, think... I feel like there's a there's a great Sopranos quote. Uh, I forget the specific uh, like wording or whatever, but Artie Bucco tells it to Tony do, Soprano. Do a voice. For-
3: uh, no, I'm not gonna do it. Artie quote. i, I, I need just study voice. my
1: Sopranos impressions. Please Dude, wanna...
3: just do just do any voice. This will make up for you not saying hi to me, in Genesis. <laughs> Please do a uh,
1: voice. I can do it. I can do a Tony Soprano. I can't. Do okay, an R. do R. it. B.
0: Say the say the Artie uh, Yeah, say the uh, Artie yeah, quote in uh, Tony Soprano's voice.
1: Yeah, something like like you always know what's gonna happen. <laughs> just, mm.
3: <laughs> wow, that was good. I like that. <laughs>
2: I think I think Juan is like so self aware. It's like this crazy like push past the boundary of like social norms.
3: I agree. And, no, I wholeheartedly agree. Like, like he's than
2: me. Like he knows what he's doing, but it's the fact that he's so shameless about it that lets him get away with all of this.
1: He's so committed to the bit.
2: He's he he he's not even committed because that's just so mm. true to who he is. He doesn't yeah, even think committing. about it. He doesn't mm-hmm. even think that he's committing. He's just being Juan. And Juan is so pushed far the boundary of like what is considered sane and what isn't.
3: He's Juan. You have seen on the wood. If you you smoked that cone with him, bro. I
2: I actually it was probably good I didn't. Like the entire <laughs> way there when we were going to shoot our skit, it was the driver, me and Juan in this in this van, right? And huh. Juan and Juan I just... Edwin, I don't know if you've heard the story. I might have told we... Um Juan had this, like, emulator Game Boy thing. I forget what they're called. They're really cool. I think it's spent, like,
0: Analog Pocket.
2: Thank you. Yeah, I spent, like, a minute or, like, a few minutes telling me, like, flexing it. Like, yeah, these are $200, but, like, resale to, like, $800. And I'm like, nice, man. I, I, I have 20 bucks. Uh And he played this Game Boy so obnoxiously loud. like Like, jarringly loud. Like, very loud volume. And, like, didn't get the hint that, like hey like it's really loud it's really hurting my ears i'm just trying to like chill right and so and that's not even the bad part as we get there right uh van parks it's like it's like 9 p.m 9 30 something it's really late it's like right when the event was ending for the day um the drive he waits for the driver to come around and open the door for him and so the driver that's fine whatever okay one the driver opens the door right and hungry box literally not moving a muscle just sits there on his game his loud game boy just playing for like three minutes straight like while the guy's like holding the door open waiting for him to get out like i can't get out because like the like it only opens on the one side so one's right by the door and i'm like on the inside and like i'm like i'm like looking at him and like i'm looking at the driver and the driver's just like staring right like get out like we have to shoot film he you literally sat there save, for like multiple, well. it wasn't even like 10 seconds. Like, oh, let me save really quick. Like, he sat there for minutes at a time playing his little Game Boy before he actually got out the vent.
0: Do you think he started a new level? That's like, that's the definition for he me. He died and went, did another run.
2: <laughs> I don't know what he was playing. I wish, like, he was playing Mario at first, and that's why it was so jarring because he kept getting fucking coins. He so, just stand- Blue, you said minutes. I don't know if Mario Yeah, minutes Mario
0: level lasts 3 minutes, man. I if think it,
2: he... if it was if it was some 15 seconds, like cool fine, like I would just check a tweet and move on with my life. But like I sat there for at the minimum like 2 minutes and 30 seconds while the driver just stood there. And then and then the driver just like walked in the house and then we finally got out. And then they gave us directions. But like I'm not even say. It was it was too long for me not to think it was a big deal. <laughs>
0: I don't know, Blue. Great art ended up coming out of him. He's like, uh, it's like when Jared Leto like mails his semen, and we all are like, no, like he needs to play Joker, so it's okay, right?
2: Yeah, he's the Joker.
0: He's the Joker. You know, I I think it's uh, it's emblematic of H. aura that we have spent more time talking about him than we have about IBW, who won the tournament.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. He know he gets in our heads. He knows what he's doing. He's he's a master at what he does.
0: And we're going to be talking about it more as the show goes on. There is something we got to talk about, you know, about HBox's ability to win a major. For, before we do that, so we mentioned three people in the top five. I'm going to give you guys three players who I think are top five worthy, and then we got to decide which one doesn't make the cut. Uh, okay. Number two at this event, Plop. Number two at Genesis, JMook. And uh, I think he got, what, fourth at – no, he got fifth at Genesis, and he got – Third at pound or something like that. We've got AMSA. So those three people I think are great candidates for a top five. But we've got we only got two slots. Edwin. Who do you uh, cut from that group?
1: I'm gonna cut Amsa. Gonna
0: cut Amsa. Sora. I know your little uh Pacific friend over there. What
3: do you think about him? I don't know. That's a really odd one. Cause I think for me. Yeah, it might have to be Amsa. It's a tough one. It's a toughie. Blue, what do you think? It counts. Yeah, there's three. There's three people.
2: I was thinking the top five in my head. Oh, okay. I, I, uh, are you just making sure? I'm sorry. What, what, what did Amsa attend? Tell me that one more time.
0: So he did. uh, He did Genesis. He got fifth there. He got. uh, Who did he lose to? He lost to Nun and he lost to Zane. He okay. uh, he destroyed Keizu, If that makes you feel better, he like three out Keizu. No, <laughs> it was no? Very okay. ugly. <laughs> uh, He went to pounds. He lost a LOD there. No, he beat LOD, right? Yeah, he beat right. LOD. He, he beat lost LOD.
1: To Polish and lost to hungry awesome box.
0: Lost to H box. Yeah, yeah. So like these are good. These are good results, right? Like, yeah, they're not bad. He's going out there. He's beating people. Um, I forget his uh, oh, God, what else he had um. He beat Ginger. Do <laughs> you? But, uh, like, there's that. Like, he has... Yeah, put we can a talk off camera what that stuff. means to me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, like, but... Um, yeah, he he uh, destroyed Fiction. Remember that one? Yeah. He had some good results. Yeah, what do you think? If you had to kick one, one of those three.
2: It just... It feels fucked up doing it just because I like to give more more benefit the doubt to, uh, mm-hmm. like, non-North American players just because there's, like, a... It's, it's different, obviously. Um, give him like one more event. I think he'll like be able to be in that debate. Like, I trust he'll do amazing at his next event. But for now, let's just leave Ops off the list. Sorry, Ops. Damn. Yeah. You
0: know what? It's, a, yeah, this is a hard question. This is a great question. Whoever th- whoever came up with this question, great question. <laughs> I, I'm going to kick Plup out. Do you know why? Is we have not seen consistent results from Plup recently. What we just saw, second at, at Summit, fucking beating Zane beating hbox because hbox rested (laughs) at like 40 percent on his last talk um like what we saw of it was really really good but we also saw 13th at genesis before this right i mean he lost to jamuk he lost to ginger we know these players as good players jamie we call a fucking top five player all of us agreed on that um but it's just like i i'm a little like if you you get them five events or whatever 10 events I think Amsa gets like top eight at all of those, right? Maybe he gets nine. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. With I think we've seen Plup do really, really well for a long periods of time. But then we've also seen this fucking like the whole cycle of he goes chic and then the chic doesn't cut it, so he starts going fox in a few matchups, and then he goes fox in a lot of matchups, and then he's like only going fox, and then the fox starts to do poorly. So he yeah. just like disappears and then comes back as only chic, and the whole cycle starts again. So it's just like, I don't know. I, I believe in Plump a lot, and uh <laughs> edwin and i out like dm before the before uh he even played Zane, and i was just like mad that people don't think that he can beat Zane because everyone's like citing he lost the last like four sets i'm like dude you cannot believe <laughs> like plup does that right plup just loses yeah
2: sets.
0: he's done um, that sometimes
3: but he's staying
0: losing it's like he loves <laughs> he loves to lose <laughs> now, that's like right that's the, that's the argument against him is that i think in any tournament he can win but there's also a bigger chance that he can get like 17th or something um, so I don't know. I'll say for now, I'll put Amsa there, but uh, I think like one tournament from now, I could, I think Plup probably deserves that. Uh,
1: yeah, I think the, the, the thing with Plup, I, I'd say, is that uh, his genesis was like if you look at the placements, pretty weak. But I feel like, um, one of the things with Plup is that like sometimes I, I, I've been lo- looking through like the catalog historically in terms of like what like the kind of people that upset Plup. And I think, like, especially with the, his recent 13th play showing at Genesis, I think it says a little bit more about the players that he lost to in that bracket. Like, we ended up learning from Genesis also that J-Mook is, you know, at least based on this tournament span and, like, where he's training, that he is a top-five player, right? We've learned that. We we learned that because he beat someone like Plup. And as far as a person who Plup lost to and losers bracket, that was Ginger, who I don't think is fundamentally, like, at this current state of how the players are trending, I don't think losing to Ginger is fundamentally like that much worse than uh, than dropping a set to Polish, which we, we've seen AMSA do. However, I think Plup going 2-0 against Laud, I think him taking a set off Zayn. I think mm-hmm. him splitting sets with Hungrybox, who we have seen, you know, I know it's been a while since like they used to play in tournament a lot regularly, but Hungrybox... Has been a career demon for Plup consistently. If he can turn that around and start going back and forth with Hungrybox, that's a very good sign for his future prospects. Did and, didn't did so Plup
2: beat Jameook too at Summit?
1: Matches up with yeah, the,
2: like okay. the top
1: 10. I think he's got a great matchup spread,
0: Edwin. What did I DM you, uh, halfway through game four on Battlefield of Plup Hbox?
4: Um, I told you
0: he was losing that set. Yeah, I've seen I've seen him lose. Like he he has the upper hand, and then everyone's he's like, "It's game five on FT. Plup's got this." Yeah, I've seen, seen that so it many so times. times. I've seen it too, too many times. I know how it goes. No, I I think that's a good call. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I, Plup probably seems like I think Plup's more likely to go further. Uh, Amsa just seems really consistent right now, but but Plup gets in those areas where he tends to be really consistent. So yeah, I don't know. I, I'd like to see more of it. <laughs> Um, but, hey, speaking of speaking of HBox, speaking of Plup's ability to go further in bracket, can, can HBox do it all, right? That's the kind of the question. We call HBox top three, top two, whatever. Um, I, <laughs> Blue, I think I told you this, where uh, HBox sat next to me. He put down his fish tacos. He sat down. He said he's number two in the world. He ate the fish out of his fish tacos, and then he left his trash. Did I tell you that? No, No,
2: like, you didn't even need to tell me. I probably could have guessed that would have happened. So, yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) I could have told uh, you that would have happened before it even happened. Yeah. (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs) Given enough opportunities, he will do this to you. Um, No, so, like, there's very clearly he has the – he knows he's doing well. Uh, Everyone else knows he's doing well. But do we have the confidence that he's actually able to to win it all, right? As a top three player, which we all – which a lot of people contend him to be. Can he win a major? Can like right? Can a top three player win a major? Uh, Edwin, gotta ask you. Do you think HBox can win a major?
1: Yeah. Not only can I think he uh, win a major, just given how the field is shaping up. I think I was wrong in what I wrote about him uh, last before summit. I said that I don't take Hungry Rocks' chances of winning a major seriously because I don't think he's going to beat Zane anytime soon. I think Zane is one of the hardest opponents he's ever had. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't like his chances, I didn't like his chances against IBW. Mm-hmm. I think that you know when if we see Wizardo get back into the fray, I think that's someone that's terrifying for HBox. Yeah, and I was not buying the hype on uh, on what his strengths were in a given bracket. I think that has to be reevaluated in this situation and in, in a. Um, in a meta that's shaping, that's given us now proof that you don't have to go through Zayn to win a match. I was going
3: to say that, yeah. That's what, exactly what I was going to say as well. That, it's so big, right? Like, being like not having to specifically take out um, Zayn because there are other people who can do it for you, but you have really good matchups against like the people who are doing that. Like, Juan J. Mook, for all we know, can be an absolute massacre for J. Mook against Juan, but in the like before that you know we can only assume that it's it's sheep puff right yeah like more than likely um it's going to be him who takes it um we also have like uh IBW and like Plop who are like both fantastic Plop could have been Cody like you know it was so close right it was a game yeah. five and then we see that Juan could be pl- it's just like it's not gone you know especially with Juan beating Mango as well it's just like more all it just takes is just like one good bracket you know, and it's just his. So, yeah, that, that's
0: kind of where I'm at right now, is that I think Hbox can win a major because we've seen that you don't need to beat Cody, you don't need to beat Zane to, to win a major. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's third most likely to win a major, right? Like, you talk about how this opens up all these opportunities for people to win, but you give... <laughs> I mean, you give me JMOOC, you give me give me levin if levin makes his way to grand finals i think he's a better shot of winning than hbox does i think he's got a worse shot of getting to grand finals right i think that Hbox's like path to winners finals to grand finals is easier but um like i don't know if if hbox finds himself in a world where he's in grand finals his two most likely uh, opponents are going to be zane and cody who i think are his two hardest opponents and edwin i think you're right wizzy we have yet to see him if he plays like he does did before, I think he's gonna be hard. Uh and there's just all these other things, right? Like his like the blocks that he faces, I think are gonna be harder than the blocks that like uh J Mook faces, right? Mm-hmm. Who are J Mook's two scariest people? Probably H box and uh slug. I don't know. Like just like you know, maybe yeah. the, the foxes. He's he's like beat the foxes though, so it's like clear that he can do it. Um yeah, like only Mango
1: is hard for J-Mook. I, yeah. I mean,
0: you think that we continue to see Mango as a demon for J-Mook, right? Like, imagine all the people you see in Grand Finals. I think J-Mook's more comfortable to play those people on the other side of Grands than Hbox box is. I still think H-Box can win it, but I don't – yeah, I mean, I, I think that he's not extremely likely to, to win compared to other people, right? I mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the year, sure, if he wins a major, that's not surprising to me. But uh, I think there's a couple people who probably have better chances at this time i think there's a fifth opinion we didn't
3: take in um that's mm. someone who's in this room right now who will tell you if juan can win a major or not mm. um <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, he's not ready to answer it but there's just to let me know there's an ethereal force screaming is that what you've been waiting for
2: is <laughs> that what you've been waiting on to, to, to say yeah. i am just
4: wow, okay. wow. <laughs> <you hear> <laughs> <laughs> He's in the room with
3: us right now, dude. <laughs> dude I'm getting chills. This is, yeah, this is scary. I'm getting chills. I, it is very scary. That's how I feel whenever I see Juan hit the up throw as well. You know what I'm saying? True. Yeah. True. It is a very scary prospect. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um <laughs> Hmm. Is it do you, I have a question and I know it's not on the list. hmm Do we think J can win a major?
0: I think J can win a major. I haven't seen anything to say that he can't, right? We think that HBOX is going to be hard, sure. But, like, I don't think he needs to play HBOX. Or I think he can get to Grands.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, I think we're concerning HBOX. Jamehook is in the picture,
2: absolutely.
0: I think Jamehook has a better chance. He beat Cody. I, is that, you know, can he keep doing that? Maybe. Uh, he beat Zane. Cody,
2: both Cody and Zane, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, he beat both of the two people who I think are number one and two in the world. Both people who are more likely to be in Grand Finals than any other player.
2: He beat Levin, who kind of stomped H-Box.
0: Yeah, like, he's got a path. He's got a path that I I don't think is as hard as H-Box's path. Mm -hmm. I think H-Box can, you know, he had, I don't want to say an easy bracket, but he's got, like, a bracket that, like, is, like, perfect for him, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's he's beaten Plup before. Plup has never really, like, been a super demon for him for an extended period of time. Mango does not know what to do versus H-Box right now. Like, he had a bracket that was it allowed him to, to get there. Um, But like, there's, you know, battle of BC. If he goes to that, that has Zane, that has Wizzy, that has Cody. (laughs) Like, I'm starting to think he could get fifth at that, right? He could get seventh. Like there's a lot of ways that could pan out. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: Um, I think J-Mook, if J-Mook, like you throw him in a lot of brackets, I don't think he's as worried about what his path is. Maybe that's insane. Maybe we're all just like in a honeymoon period. No, oh, I, I love it here. I, I love agree. it
1: here. Yeah, so something at, at like, his next major. Dude, course. it's going
3: to be a Zuppy's going to be Yeah, a you're you're like, all... Hammer just going to, like, beat him or something. Or I'll just gonna <sighs> be like, hopefully someone takes him down. You know? I can't <laughs> take it anymore. <laughs> I, hate <Eventually>. it. <laughs> I hate it. Eventually. I hate it. Oh, I'm so sick of losing to Sheik, dude.
1: It's going to be like Amrak versus Jmook in Best of 3, and we're going to see Amrak take Game 1 or some shit.
3: Amrak, you reckon? Dude, it's going to be Canadian. That's so funny. It's got, it's got to be Canadian. <laughs> I reckon Amrak's got it. That's my S.A. Nick's that's boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought his boy was H-Box. Uh, look,
0: Nick, a man of many boys. Yeah. True. Very true. Okay. Hey. I'm not I'm not about to say uh, how many boys one can have. Yeah. I was going to say instru- yeah, I'm, I'm not about to yeah, I'm I'm not going to put a boy limit on there. Yeah, you can't
3: do that. Good. Um I do have to leave, but I do want to say mm-hmm. thank you so much for all of this. I had a really good time. It was Yeah, fun. of course. Uh, no, yeah, I know great, that, I mean
0: It was
2: great. It was great talking to you Josh. Thanks for coming on.
0: Yeah, I know that, that we Josh. we got you on a you know, this is a big day. Like you're still there. You've got a lot going on, so I appreciate you being on. It was super fun. No, it's okay. I
3: I apologize for having to leave only. It's just yeah, old father. <laughs> yeah, that's all good, man. But um before that, can I have one Patreon question? Yeah. Uh here,
0: I got I got you. Um this is a good one. So this is from Chape, the mythical Chape. What do you do to keep improving in an isolated region and how do
3: you keep yourself motivated? Um I just practice solo a fuck ton to be honest and mm-hmm. I watch a lot of I, I watch melee like when I'm like at home pretty much like not exaggerating like six seven hours a day like it's always on it's either on It's on when I'm sleeping it's on in like another monitor like it's always always on so I'm always passively absorbing the game and like whenever I look at the screen I'm bound to see a moment I haven't seen before i be like oh e- e- yoink and just like <laughs> put that in my like in my brain and then like when I see a situation that confuses me Uncle Punch is just so cracked now where I'm just like I'm gonna make the little CPU man do the little dance and then I'm gonna try to beat the little dance um, or like attack it in different ways, because like one thing that people in isolated regions can get really obsessed with is only having one solution to a problem. Um, well, I feel like it's really important to have multiple. so you can always be ambiguous about whether you're like gonna defeat it in that way or not. You know what I mean? It's a bit hard to articulate. I understand. Yeah. I think
0: uh, you know you, you we had a we had a cool talk. About, no, we did you, know, for you, sure. you were you were there with none, you know talking about all types of motivation, everything like that. Um I think you've got a good good outlook on it, and I think Thank that a lot you. of people who are in your situation wouldn't have that same like. It's
3: yeah. fucking tough, dude. It's yeah, it's so rough. Mm-hmm. But um, no. I, again, I really appreciate it, and um, I hope you guys have a good stream. Is that what's happening?
2: Yeah, we're live. We're live. Yeah, Twitch.tv/slash <laughs> melee What a what a fan you are.
3: Me? I just thought it was a YouTube video.
2: Oh my goodness.
3: It'll it's be it. out on
0: YouTube. Sorry, thanks. To- Thanks for being around. I'm not going to make you stick around any longer. I know you've. Take got it easy, A little, guys. A little bit of a you, roommate. We love you, Josh. So See I'll you, catch you around.
3: <laughs> See you, bye, Josh. See you,
0: Josh. And Blue, uh, should I should I reveal you? You're a uh, little Mister iPhone boy. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, it seems like your percentage is kind of dipping down low. Uh, yeah,
2: because I'm on my you iPhone. cannot. I got three percent. I left all, okay. all my... I left it with my other Geo because I was out of town. It's so like my microphone, my webcam. I had to use my phone today.
0: Damn. Well, I appreciate you being on, even though the technological limitations
2: oh, thank you are for abundant.
0: Me. It's been great. Uh, we got it's been a question awesome. for you before you go. Yeah. I know that because you're an iPhone user, you cannot both plug your use your that
2: is, that is true that is true
0: so, uh we're just gonna get to the questions then um yeah we got one for you this one edwin do you want to you want to read the question
1: yeah this one's from grab blue i don't know if you guys have ever met an event but uh i love
2: grab they're awesome
1: yeah so what's the biggest the single biggest thing you learned at summit
2: this is kind of like a like a blanket answer or maybe just like not the not what you're looking for I really just learned how much I actually don't know about this game. Damn. I learned that, like, I, I, I tried to be very self-aware, and I was like, you know what? I know, like, a little bit about the game. Like, I could, I could tell you a few things. I cannot tell you a singular, singular thing about this game. I can't. I would be you're, wrong. You're in I mean, the, uh, the
0: Dunning-Kruger Valley now.
2: Yeah, and unless unless I can talk to you like a like like a LOD or or a Leffen or a Zane can talk to you, I know nothing about this game. What I learned is that I suck. That's what I learned. That's that's, that's
0: wow. That's very humble. Learned. How about this follow up? What was your uh, what was your favorite meal from Summit?
2: Ooh, like like catered meal or off grounds yeah.
0: meal? Oh, you know what? Give me give me both. Give me give uh, both. favorite off grounds. Favorite catered.
2: Oh man, what did I eat when I was there? There's Papa John's. There's Papa. Thank you. Shout out Papa John's. Uh, I'm a big Cane's lover, so I love Cane's day. I love the Thai food. Thai was good. I had like Thai the, was great. I had the curry. The curry. The the yellow chicken curry. I believe.
0: I, I you know I went for the two vegan ones. The vegan ones look. Great.
2: Oh yeah, you're the better. Curry, you're better than I am.
1: Yeah. the vegan curry is
2: so good.
0: I mean, I was eating a bunch of meat the, the entire weekend. Food. I just happened to go for a vegan curry that one second. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> so, um. See, so yeah, I think. I think.
2: The curry or the canes was definitely high tier. There's probably something else I'm missing that was good. I'm just like forgetting it. But favorite like not summit meal. Ugh, I'm gonna be 110 percent real with you. I only brought like thirty dollars to this to like that trip. It was spendable. Might have been all I had at the time. <clears throat> but uh, my my very good friend uh, Nikki bought me bought me um food at this place called BJ's. The restaurant oh brew house. yeah yeah it's right next to the chilies yeah 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 he, uh, he bought me a nashville hot chicken sandwich that's and great. that was like the only non-venue food i ate because i was so broke so that's that's by by process of that being the only one available that's my favorite off off summit meal i had
0: edwin and i along with um ding dingus master uh we went to him. the legend we went to a bj's brew house in uh laurel maryland we uh <laughs> when we were there it's that's a, it's a nice place right you agree mm-hmm. with this blue yeah it's, it's a nice, nice place. place i like it
2: it's a cool place edwin
0: sits down and he asks for just a tequila like tequila straight yeah. and it comes and he takes the lime and he's starting to pour salt on his hand and i'm like edwin we're in a, we're in an establishment right now you cannot
2: do this yeah this no, is edwin. not a
0: frat house
2: no edwin yeah you're a little it too was, crazy for that it one. was
0: 4 p.m it was just, like, not the time i'm
2: a crazy um, man what can i say i'm blue, a
0: your percentage, I, I bet is ticking. Yeah, I just as posted. It was at
2: two percent. So I was two gonna... percent.
0: Okay, well, well, we'll get you out of here. Do you want to use your last two percent to plug? Where can people find you?
2: Uh, my Twitter is. What is my Twitter? You could follow me on Twitter at a blue ssbm. Do you, uh, do you not
0: know your handle off the top of your head?
2: No, I'm like new to this. I like I just started getting followers like four days ago. What do you like? I'm I'm not used to being in the public
0: it's just get, blue ssbn that's
2: i yeah, think i could have blue guessed SSBM. that was yours it, that's definitely mine my my twitch is a ssbm blue please drop a follow i am gonna that's, go i know it's bad branding <laughs> i know actually actually I'll, t- I'll tell you later i shouldn't say this on cam somebody will mess with me um yeah blue S- SSBM on Twitter. You, i don't I, think you got a lot to say <laughs> yeah ssbm blue on twitch um follow follow at dalton underscore Hugar, that is like my best friend and who has done so much for me the summit campaign shout out to the homie he's great um follow melee stats sub- subscribe to the
0: we'll we'll, we'll do to that. the patreon you're, don't even you know what don't even worry don't worry you're pretty little head about that
2: thank you 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 don't worry you're pretty little head about anything you're wonderful both of you all right i'm at one percent i'm gonna dip Thank you so much, guys, thanks. for having me on. It's been a Blue, pleasure. Thanks
0: for being on. Maybe we'll get you on when you have all your equipment and you're not just on your iPhone. I, w- I would
2: love that. I, these are amazing. I had so much fun. You will see me again soon, I promise.
0: I hope so. Blue, uh, super fun to have you on. Thanks so much. I'll see you. Did he really acknowledge our producer? Well, Edwin, I guess it's just the two of us. Yeah, what do we
1: talk about?
0: I don't know. This has never happened before. <laughs> it's like it's like you know when you're at a party and everyone leaves and then it's just like a few people right yeah like you had this big fun party and then it's just like three people at like 3 a.m on the couch this
1: is kind of what this feels like it's so funny that you come up with this comparison because this is just like it's a great encapsulation of how uh and analog- now differently we think you think okay, yeah, like i've got another
0: i've got another analogy we're like empty nesters like we're two we're in our golden age we're like 48 uh and our youngest just went off to college and now we're just like
1: yeah see see this is how well we know each other you knew immediately the comparison i was gonna bring up which is when you know our kids graduate they go to college and suddenly it's just us in the house
0: good colleges not not great colleges i don't need them to go to great colleges but good colleges
1: wherever makes them happy
0: whoever makes them happy yes i agree and uh who knows maybe by then college will be free uh we had another patreon question which we didn't get to ask should we uh should we let it rock you want to you want to ask me this is it's about summit you want to ask me
1: uh yeah let me just uh
0: so uh, wait i did not send you this question yeah i'm sorry this is from this is from question superstar okay i'll give you a uh, this is from question superstar who's a question superstar
1: It's not from Seal, is it?
0: Not from Seal. It's from the second question superstar.
1: All right, let's take a look at this. Uh, Zadrio, for both of us, I guess. If you had to choose three people who were at the Summit Studio this past weekend to join you on a desert island, who would you bring and why? At the Summit Studio on the weekend, who was there? I feel like you have a better idea for this. Uh, yeah, no, I was I
0: there. I felt like I was being asked. I don't think you, I mean, you can get a guess if you want, but yeah, no, there's probably about like 50 people there. Or so VIPs, oh, players, hard. maybe yeah. 60 with staff. Um, this is a good question. Who do I want in there? So it's me and three other people. we got a team of four. I would like people of various abilities. Um, I, I'd pick J mook. J mook seems to be very talented. I saw J mook out, push up mech. Right, like we all saw that on stream. I think Jay looks a great pick. Uh, you know, he's uh, he's a musician. I don't know, maybe he makes a guitar out of like a coconut or something. Serenades us. Uh
1: who do we need? I feel like Salt would randomly just like no shit. He'd am- He'd have like a plan or something. Like he'd have a very versatile out. Al- I feel like he's good at a lot of things. We need a uh,
0: yeah we need a Boy Scout. Who's a Boy Scout of this group? Salt. Salt doesn't give me Boy Scout energy.
1: Yeah, he he has salt. I guess he's like good at Boy Scout energy. uh, Cody, you you know what? I'll take Fendi.
0: Uh, Fendi, I I think is a smart guy. I think he uh, he knows his way around stuff. Maybe he doesn't give me Boy Scout energy, but I think he's a good pick. And uh,
1: I think Rien could make something like if if you're on an island, she could like craft something with her hands.
0: You know what? This is a great way you're going i'm going to one-up you i'm going to talk about someone who Violin. um it's violence yeah. violence was talking about like someone randomly asked him they're like violence what do you do uh when you have a grease fire <laughs> and he was just going off he's just like yeah you need to suppress the oxygen that's the thing so like you can you know if you have a grease fire in a something you know you can close your toaster oven and that suppresses all the oxygen And you can use a wet paper uh, or a wet towel. And then someone's like, wait, wet. You're not supposed to put water. And he's like, no, but the water (laughs) is just like he's going off about it. So I'll take violence. And then I'm there. I bring nothing to this group. Uh, Unfortunately, Webs isn't there. Webs, I mean, hopefully this means that Webs does not, like, is not on an island at all, right? Hopefully this means he's just at home. I don't know the implications for not choosing someone, but those will be my three.
1: How was your weekend? How's your week? Pretty good, man. Uh, I've just been like super busy. A lot of personal stuff come up with required commitments. Um, I I feel safe admitting this to the listeners and to the fans. I've been uh, job interviewing for a bit, so that's been taking up a ton of my time. Um, I've been also house hunting, which has been like a pretty stressful process. I won't go into the super nitty gritty. But yeah, I've been super busy on that. But Summit was great to watch. Um, it was really fun knowing that Wheat was there, although unfortunately, like on the back half of the weekend, that was a little stressful, kind of worrying if my friend was going to be all right, and if all these other people I knew at the event were going to be fine. Um, one thing I'll say, just like really quickly, um, we didn't get to talk about this like much with uh, with Sora and in um, Blue, but I think that Summit 13 in some ways, the way that it handled the, um, you know, the, the crisis of having a positive COVID case at the event um, I think that's something that's going to be like like part of it is going to be used as precedent for how future events deal with this kind of situation. And I think part of it also will we'll kind of necessitate uh, kind of open dialogue between organizers on like creating a game plan for what happens if COVID spreads in a convention center or what happens if you, have a, if, you have a, if you have a positive case at your event and where where do tos go from there? I think uh, all of that is kind of uh, on the table now. And I think obviously like attendees have to also make these kinds of decisions in terms of like understanding the risk that they're taking on by going to an event.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a scary time. I did three negatives in a row day day after day, not like not three in a (laughs) row. Uh, And even then, like, I I like still, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to, you know, creed creed's this weekend in philly i'm not going to that i don't feel comfortable being around people right now uh yeah i mean it's uh there's a lot of talk about you know from vips from other people there um but like what do you do about this and and um i feel like we kind of know what's up with covid but we like don't really know everything um and a lot of this stuff it's like well did people catch it here people probably caught it from function people probably caught it from this before you know uh and i'm wondering like You know, there's not much you can do about schedule. There's only so many open weekends in a year. And there's people want to run stuff. And you're going to have issues. Mm -hmm. But we're probably going to have people looking into maybe not doing week after week after week, you know. I don't know. It's a a lot to to think about. And, uh, you know, we're just kind of... We're on (laughs) the... We're always trying to figure out what what's up next with COVID, right? Like, you know, the second we, we think we know what's going on, something changes. And that's kind of where we're at right now is trying to figure out what's what's currently going to be the landscape for the next few weeks, next few months. So we'll, we'll figure that out. And of course, you know, uh, whatever comes through is going to have to play by those rules. Um, Edwin, we have a very fun topic on the show. Really fun because we get to talk about uh, you know, what our guests are up to, but of course, without any guests, it's a little, a little hollow. But you know, we can still run it. Officially unnamed, as we all know, but uh, you know, colloquially known as Touching Grass. This is where we talk about what's been going on in our lives. Might I'm, I'm introducing it to you, like you, you've heard this every week. Uh, but I guess for listeners who don't know, it's yeah, it's a way of getting to figure out what's going on in our lives that's not melee related. Edwin, yeah, I know you've got two that you're choosing between. I'll go um papa john's has been the thing that i have been eating most this past week it is not only the thing i've been eating most i think it's been the only thing that i've been doing anything most papa john's was at uh (laughs) they just kept bringing it in and it just like was at these times where i was like i could eat (laughs) and it was just like they somehow knew every single time to get me uh i ate a papadilla i ate a popper you know i some, some whatever they called it i ate a uh Bunch of slices, breadsticks, cheese. Yeah, whatever it was, I had it. But Edwin, that is not my answer. Because I have to I have to give it up for uh, you know, uh, this has been a touch of grass before, but I have to give it up because this is the last time that I'll use it for a few months. Gonna to have to go the Philadelphia 76ers. I was wearing this very jersey. As we got eliminated in the Summit House. Uh, Summit Studio, I guess. Yeah, I watched uh, both of our games there this past week. Both of them we lost. Both of them I had to explain to Ken Chen and Mikey and Nick Yingling and everything why it's okay. <laughs> uh, it was very fun. I had a great time and uh, yeah, fun season. Definitely the season that I've been watching the most in, in years. I don't know why that lined up but with like, why this season I cared about more, but it's just like, I don't know. Um, so I, I have to give it up for the legacy pick. You know, it's been around for a bunch of touching grasses, but I'll pick the, the Philadelphia 76ers because I'm not going to have a chance to pick them again for a couple months. Edwin, I know a few things that been going on with you, but what's been going on with you? What is your touching grass moment?
1: My touching grass moment is revisiting the Batman series quite a bit. So I saw the Batman a bit ago. uh, I've been like talking about it a lot with Mm -hmm. me and like the rest of my friends, sort of my thoughts on the series. And it's made me really want to revisit like all of Batman in general. This might actually be my touching grass segment for the next like two months. So prepare yourself. The first thing I'm going to bring up right now is Batman Begins. That movie is the most unhinged movie I've seen in quite a long time. I have never seen a movie so uh hectic i would say mm-hmm. it is all over the place the first hour of the movie is spent or, or so feels like an hour all over yeah it's just there's no emotional consistency it is flashback to flashback different timeline to different timeline showing characters in different moments like, like develop. like it is just like a massive role is 19 at one point <laughs> yeah i mean like <laughs> it's like unbelievable it's quite like i've seen movies from that era i think saw also runs into the same problem where it's just constant flashback flashback like like i know non-linear storytelling was kind of the wave for a bit but this is like this is truly some like living in uh, living in different timelines and experiencing like the past present and future all at one shit um, I think Batman Begins does a couple things well. I think the Scarecrow is fantastic. I think mm-hmm. he's, I think Cillian Murphy steals every scene he's in. I th- but, like, I mean, I, I'm not going to go into too much detail about the Dark Knight. I think there's a lot of things that the Nolan uh, trilogy does well. I'm going to watch the, the Dark Knight Rises next week. But I think that there's a lot of it that is very of the era. And there's a lot of it that just really doesn't, like, make sense. It doesn't build, like, a compelling world. There's not relationships at stake that I care about. It is just, like, pure, like, this is a thought experiment. And we're going to use Batman to uh, explore this thought experiment. And uh, Batman, that private investigator who's, who's, like, dealing with the death of his parents and, like, has all these relationships across Gotham that, like, you get to see them develop. Actually, that's not Batman. Batman is a military contractor who, and who uh, he only works to stop terrorist attacks. And he doesn't actually like go through investigating crime scenes. He just knows something immediately. And you have to take his word for it because he's good and he's Bruce Wayne. And Bruce Wayne is r- rich and he's powerful. And your actions define who you are, not your character, but uh, who you are lets you get away with a lot of bullshit apparently. Like it's just the most unhinged, deranged, neoconservative series. I've seen it in my life. It's great. It's very good entertainment, but I cannot believe I grew up on this and it was seen as anything less than unhinged. It yeah. is wild. It's um, it's
0: really nuts because uh, I also watched the Batman. I watched it. Uh, I, like I believe it was just kind of serendipitous. In my friend and I both wanted to see it. We were both hanging out on the day it came out, so we saw it like right as it came out. And I really liked the Batman. Uh, and I was like, this is. I think it does a lot of things really great. And I had. It piqued my interest, and it, like it had me very curious about those other Batman movies, which I um, mostly have seen. I saw almost all the Batman movies, but a lot of them had not been for years. So I watched the ones in the '90s. I watched all four of those, and then I watched uh, *Mask of the Phantasm*, the the animated. Um, I think that had a theatrical release. Uh, then I watched, yeah, I, I mean, I watched *Batman Begins*. I watched *Dark Knight*, and uh, and it's impossible to find *Dark Knight Rises* uh, legal and like streaming um so i have not watched that yet but i will well i'll find a way yeah it um it's something that i would recommend to anyone who has a passing interest in rewatching those movies do it because what they are is oh my god dude they're so different than what i remembered when i was a kid right like that was the thing is
1: like it was seen as gritty and realistic and watching this like we're beyond the war on terror era or whatever this is not a realistic series no this series is so self-serious it is so it's it's so like like i can't even call it like gritty because it's pure just like paranoia beyond like the the it's pure paranoia and fear through it like it i think if you were to raise a child and you were to tell them if you were to just like inundate them with insane level of like propaganda the dark knight trilogy at least so far the first two movies is very effective at that but if you like grew up but like if i showed that those movies to like someone from gen z they'd be like i don't get it doing this or i can't do this like why does this have to be so complicated or like why doesn't he just say this to someone else there's a lot of things that the nolan trilogy does best of all
0: batman movies
1: yeah, the I music think it's- is fantastic the music is just like it's it like it still sends like shivers down my spine like a lot of times the things they do best
0: are not like batman related right like i think they're probably the best scripted um i think they're just like tightly think, yeah, the best
1: scripted moments like the prisoner's dilemma with the ships i think is fantastic
0: yeah, I just think that, you know, they're they're well-written. I think they've got, like, aspects of that. But if, honestly, maybe this is recency bias, I think the Batman hat, like, it nails all of the, um, like, nebulous stuff, right? I think it's got a better Batman suit. I think the Gotham that the Gotham. Batman presents is the best Gotham. Yeah, um, Gotham. I, Like, the the way that the all the villains, like, it has, like, this, like, underbelly that, like, makes you feel like it's all connected and not, like, we're just, like, Going to only see them for like a you know t- two hours of our lives or three hours of our lives or whatever. Um, I think it does a great job in that. Yeah, I don't know. I-, I guess you know we have been talking about this, so obviously we can go on, but probably we should cut it short. I would say that if you are someone who you watch the Batman uh, and you have any interest in watching the other ones, I'd say do it because they're all interesting. I I mean I know Edwin. I don't know if you plan on watching the '90s ones. I watch them. I do. I, I'm going to watch
1: Burton and Schumacher.
0: They're good, and I will say they are very fun to talk about and think about i honestly don't think that batman and robin is like piss poor i think there are things that batman and robin does well i'm excited to talk to you about that uh yeah it feels like it'd be a long conversation on the
1: pod i'll let you know just really quickly i did try uh my spouse and i before we got married and we were in college we tried watching batman and robin together for fun in like 2016 and 45 minutes of the movie we just gave up we were like this is so horrible so maybe if i watch it again with a bit more of an open mind i have my dog next next (laughs) to me or whatever maybe i can enjoy it a little more but right now the plan is we're gonna watch the uh we're gonna watch um we're gonna watch dark knight rises next week or so Mm -hmm. and after that i'm gonna go through the uh i don't know which i'm gonna pick i don't know what i'm gonna pick first between the schumacher duo or the tim burton duo for that. Just do it, yeah. Just do it. Um, eighty nine through that
0: on. Just do the, yeah, that. Yeah, eighty nine onward. Um, Batman and Robin is a bad movie. It's not good. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> oddly enough, there are redeeming qualities in the series of Batman. I I don't I don't think it's like you know maybe don't throw the baby out with the bathwater for that one. It's interesting to talk about. I have Imagine a very it. uh
1: very uh, embarrassing relationship with Batman and Robin because I used to watch that movie all the time growing up because it was very common to see to like come on the uh hbo channels and this is when i was like a young adolescent or whatever and uh i just thought uma thurman was like really hot so i would continuously keep watching it
0: you know that's uh i was about to make a joke that you 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 know when you said you have a connection i was about to say oh did you think they were hot and yes I
1: was the answer is yes
0: well okay well uh who knows maybe we'll do a patreon exclusive batman episode or something this is getting a little bit long um Maybe Edwin, at this point, I usually thank the guests for being on, but
1: uh, they're gone, so uh, thank you oh, for, okay. for sticking around. It's actually all toward me now. <laughs> <laughs> this is hey, we're, I
0: think we're under two hours. That's a that, you know, let's see if we can still do it, <laughs> still get out under two hours. Um, before we go, you know, we got plugs and everything, but uh, if you guys are watching on YouTube or on Twitch, uh, you might notice I have a bit of a, a little new hat on. We have uh yeah we've got some MS merch that is on the very slow path to getting to your hands and heads. Um, so yeah this is a little bit of a sneak peek if uh, if you want to check out what we have we're we're trying hard to get this to a place where you guys can buy them and get them shipped to you or something but uh yeah let us know if you if you want any just like it's it's good to have an idea of what we're working with before we actually open a shop and everything like that. But uh yeah we're working on that keep your eyes out for that uh because i want to see i love this hat like i got this yesterday because it arrived while i was at summit and i i already wore it like i wore it to wawa (laughs) like i love wearing it and i would love to see you know other people wear it so we've got that um but yeah uh, of course we can just go into our normal plugs here if you uh if you want to watch the show when it's live or like you're doing right now you can do it on twitch.tv slash melee stats all the episodes go on to melee stats archive over on YouTube. While you're over on YouTube, you can check us out at Melee Stats. That's going to be our long form content. And um, <laughs> twitter.com slash Melee Stats Pod. That's where you're going to find our daily reporting and uh, links to articles on MeleeStats.co, such as Wednesday Melee and Monday Morning Marth. Edwin. Felt like I did a worse job at uh, that than I normally do. Maybe I need the presence of the guests here, but uh, I guess we'll figure that out. And, uh, you know, if you love everything we do and you just want to support us, patreon.com slash melee stats. Edwin, maybe one day, do you want to do the plugs? You want to try it out one day? Yeah, we we can try that out sometime. Okay. Well, ha- let's pick an arbitrary number. Do you want to do episode 51? Let's do 69. I don't trust you with that one. <laughs> I don't think we're making it to 69 either. <laughs> All right, Edwin. It's been a joy to have you on. Yes, and indeed. uh, you know what? We have been talking about it. We have been talking about how we're going to be a bi-weekly show. And we talked about it right before we had the longest stretch of events that we've seen forever. Uh, but I think that we are actually going to get to feel freed from this madness. I think we actually get a free week off. Um, So we're probably going to go back to our bi-weekly plan. I had a wonderful time talking to everyone, talking to all our guests, talking to you, talking to the audience. Uh, I had a wonderful time talking to everyone week after week after week. But, you know, as we talked about before, we are trying to move to bi-weekly so we can work on these other projects. We can work on merch and videos and player sponsorships and stuff like that. Um, So we are not going to be on next week, but we'll catch you the week after that. Hopefully, uh, you know, we got something juicy to talk about because by then, Edwin's going to be, you know, having watched five Batman movies, so he's going to need to talk about it somewhere. (laughs) Edwin, appreciate you being on.
4: Thanks, Sweet. See you guys.
0: Cool. I'll see you guys two weeks from now. Peace. Thanks for watching.